What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, October 27th, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Zawaski, a.k.a. Southside Zoe, a.k.a. Father Zoe, and with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. Welcome back, Zoe. Thank you. Yeah, You've that, missed uh, a lot of nothing. No. that uh, I missed last week because uh, my uncle was fortunate enough to be one of the guys that were on the honor flight, and if you don't know what that is, I, I highly recommend you look into it. I didn't really know what to expect, but let me just tell you, the scene at Midway Airport a week ago was an experience I will never forget. It was, it was really cool. I got to talk to some of the vets that were on the flight. There was a whole, there was a dude on the flight from World War II. Dude wow. fought the Nazis in World War II, and he's still, and he was like, he was good, man. Like he was all there, everything was good. He was rocking and rolling, but it was really cool to talk to some of these guys, hear their stories, and just hang out and they do a hell of a job. You know, I'm definitely going to try to see ways I can get involved with fundraising and stuff like that for it because it was, it was pretty dope. And uh, the good Reverend K Fids. Hey, good to see you guys. Aldo, I'm glad everything came out okay uh, last week at the end of the podcast and we lost you a little bit, but it's off season time for us at least. So it's time to get optimistic again. Hey, it must be nice. And NASCAR Mitch. <laughs> yeah, I, you know it's a boring NASCAR minute when all those bailing like two minutes in. So I'll try and step up the game. So wait, uh, what what happened? I, okay, I, he, I, had a, he had a Lamar Jackson. He had a Lamar Jackson issue. He had to go. Boom. I was literally. I was. We were talking about the Bubba Wallace thing and, mm-hmm. and about his little fight. I was trying to load the video of it so we can play it. But then, oh, you, know, you know, damn all, well. Alden, all those internet issues popped yeah, up again. I was going to say, you know, damn well. The entire can't... thing froze, couldn't do anything for five minutes. And then by the time I was able to go back on, the show was over for like 10 minutes. Let's be honest. He was buffering <laughs> out of his asshole um, in, the, in the toilet. I mean, was... Everybody poops. Right? I want, I want like an extra breakdown from Mitch. It's like, they, they wrote how, how soft yeah, we was the other guy whole, for yeah. not fighting back? It was the IV. It was the IV. It just... <laughs> We had to keep it going on yeah, the show see, earlier. That's the, mis- that's the big misconception. I was way into the NASCAR minute. I was looking for the video. I downloaded it. I had to download the video off Twitter. Did everything, and then just right at yeah. the end. But I mean, we made it. Work. Mitch, and were like, Mitch and I were like bros. It was first like of all, cash, sort of. First of all, though, you know damn well with your computer, you cannot do that. You knew what you were. Doing. I, I mean, I tried to. <laughs> it was working fine, and then like right there. Self-sabotage. Because that's the thing. Normally, it would happen just going to Twitter, but I yep. opened up the second tab, went on Twitter, found the found the video, uh, went on to like whatever download Twitter video website that worked. Downloaded the video, everything was going great, and then right <laughs> as I was about to upload it onto StreamYard, just no. Yeah, yeah I was I was out there doing it, and I stepped outside to rip a heater, figuring like, oh, they got to be done. And I turned around, I'm like, oh, they're on hour two. Okay. Yeah. It was boys, a vlog. <laughs> these boys are going. All right. But uh, so basically what we're going to do tonight on the show is, you know, talk about what's going on with the baseball playoffs, give some World Series uh, predictions. And then as Fids alluded to earlier, it is the offseason. And we got some rumors to talk about. We got some sources of rumors to talk about. And then we got... We're going to start a free agent prediction train tonight. You know, I mean, uh, I saw that our boy Josh over at uh, Sox Machine hinted that the offseason uh, plan thing that they do every year, which is awesome, is going to kick off uh, end of this week or beginning of next week. So what we'll do, and Mitch, I don't know if you know this now, but what we'll do is we'll put together a show one 
where next week on the episode we'll we'll put our heads together and put together an off-season plan and submit it to the the Sox machine thing. So uh, all that and it is, a whole bag of shenanigans. It is, it is off-season podcasting time, folks. So who the fuck knows where this is gonna go? Uh, but let's tap this guy. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the board, yeah. Every season, they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the board, yeah. As always, the show is brought to you by Sports Micro, sportsmicro.com. Make sure you download the app, turn on push notifications, so you'll be the first to know where Austin Romine signs this offseason. Uh, SportsMockery, right. SportsMockery.com. Uh, make sure you're downloading the app. Um, it was actually so it was what a difference a week makes just in <laughs> Chicago sports in general. Like the Blackhawks might be good, didn't see that coming. Playoffs, baby. Yeah, oh, whoa, I'm you, jumping on the bandwagon. Okay, Playoffs. I'll take it. Youthful, and you're so young. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Bulls are solid. Uh, I think it's a big sample size, though. Just saying. Look. Yeah, the Bulls. Well, as we are recording, as they were up like thirty before we hit record. So, I mean, we'll I see where that goes. It. The Pacers are the Bulls. Uh, the Bulls will be good. Bulls will make the playoffs. Those of you that then lose by forty at home against probably. Those of you that have clicked the link from sports, I'm very Spotify. bitter about the Bulls. Well, we do apologize for the spelling error on the post from the Sports Mockery Twitter account, though. Because I'm not sure what a predict it. Well, that's what happens when you guys let me do it. Predicaton. I've never won a spelling bee in my life, fucking nerds. But predict. um, say and then new work. the Bears go into fucking New England and hold their own. So I mean, like Chicago sports don't suck right now. See, here, well, here's the thing, though. Here's the, thing, the Bears. <laughs> I know that I'm very bitter about the how good the Bulls can be, but the Bears, the Bears are back. Because, I mean, honestly, we have to enjoy this because this is very little enjoyment that we get from Bear being a Bears fan. Yep. So we need to get any success and ride it all the way to the top. And this you know what? Beat the dead horse. Beat the dead horse. Like, Bitch, enjoy- I know you just brought it up, but I don't mind the Robert Quinn trade. They're going to no, release him anyways. They got a fourth-round like pick it. for him. Get freed up a ton of money. It's just funny, though. It was utopia for, like, just one night. It was, like, perfect. It the was. defense played perfect. Like, every, every single dude in that roster made me very happy on Monday night. And now – and it's it like, helped that the fact that it, the Bears went into New England and beat the Patriots, and then the Bulls beat the shit out of the Celtics. Oh, yeah. that Someone cool. that has a lot of friends in Boston, that made me so – I made so many phone oh, calls Boston. on Monday night. <laughs> so many phone calls on Monday night. And it was so much fun. I mean, I don't want to overreact, but I think we're going to the Super Bowl. Like, I'm Mitch. I'm, I'm all about optimistic Mitch tonight. There is a path, guys. Bears going to Super Bowl. There is a path. The Packers suck. 
Yeah. The Vikings aren't actually that good. Kirk Cousins, come on. It's Kirk Cousins. The Lions are the Lions. Cowboys this weekend. Dak Prescott kind of stinks. Yeah, but they get to the quarterback so much in the Bears' offensive line. Yeah, but <laughs> Lamar Jackson-style offense is fantastic. Exactly, exactly, Kevin. Yes, we, we need this. Like all positive. We need all this positive fucking energy right now. I love what? it. Um, Yumper, I want to – a mediocre reliever. Let's go. Yeah, I do want to uh, address this. <laughs> this is a big controversy. I know I said the makeup <laughs> oh, table no. would be back this week. Um, Shit. Baby Zoe decided decided that he needs to sleep with his door open from now on, so I can't record upstairs. It's like Rick Hunt and Jed Hoyer, though. All lies. All lies. Say one thing, do another. Got yep. these excuses lined up. Got people hyped for the show. I mean, I can go upstairs and drag the make makeup table down here, but <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Your, um, well, your uh, we had a seat at the table, but Baby Zoe uh, had other points. Seat at the makeup table. A seat at the makeup table, really. <laughs> um, yeah, so, folks, we are in the World Series. Um, the <laughs> – oh, fucking Yankees, man. That That is just brutal. I mean, I don't think anybody really – they did have a – obviously, you have a chance going into a series. But I think most people – Houston's coming in like a freight train. They, you know, they beat – uh, the Mariners, they swept them 3-0. They're going into the series with the Yankees who barely got by the Guardians, and you're kind of like, all right, well, Houston's looking like a unit. I don't know what's up with the Yankees. And then just a clean 4-0 sweep. And it was a – I mean, the only game that was close was game four. Yeah, no, I mean, has there been this type of, like, domination from one, like, team – of another in the playoffs? I, how dare you ask that question on the hey. anniversary of the White Sox? No, no, no. You, okay, so this is, is, this, is, this is like the little brother syndrome Sir. White Sox fans. I Sir. meant, I'm not talking about the Astros <laughs> being undefeated. I know what he's talking about. I'm yeah, saying the Houston Astros have just kicked the Yankees' ass the past decade. Yeah. The Yankees over the Twins, the I think, would be pretty, pretty similar. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that would be like the one I would point to. I think that's a pretty good comparison. It, the Yankees just destroy the Twins, but the, it but seems like the, it matters. It's always right. like the it's always the first, round. right? That was just. I would say, argue I that matters. You got to win the divisional round, oh. make it the next round. That's true. The playoffs, the playoffs are the playoffs. Like that's those true. games that's don't true. matter. I'm not going to say like the wild card games, a small that's game. True. The I think the, the Yankees over the Twins. I think that is above it because I think it's like what like 15 and 0 or something. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot more than the. What he's As a White Sox fan, I find it very entertaining. But <laughs> I think I'm, to all, to all those points, it's just it seems like the Astros do it to the Yankees in the championship series. It's a bigger stage. I think this is the third time in like the past six years. It's a bigger stage. It matters as much, but it's just a bigger stage. Put it that way. <clears throat> you know, the Cubs have never out. lost to the Cardinals in the, in, in the playoffs. There you go. Yeah, Domination. So. Dominate. Domination. But Dominate. the Yankees were just yeah, a, the playoffs to, to beat the, Yan- the Yankees were just a, a hot mess. Just a hot mess. Like, couldn't hit. <laughs> hate to see it. Hate to even bring it up. But Josh Donaldson was just garbage. Oh, what? You, you, oh, it hurt. Does that hurt you to see him struggle? I, so? I, I had to like dig deep, but you know, we try to be unbiased on this show. But yeah, he was garbage. Hated seeing, you know, everyone booing him. That was, that was pretty rough. 
Uh, loved watching him try to home run shot singles and get thrown out at first. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was, I mean, that's peak douchebag, and that's yeah. just what he is. Um, I mean, to and the booing of Aaron Judge, which I think we're going to get into when we talk about <laughs> <So> free agents. <funny. laughs> but um, I mean, for how bad the Yankees were, the Astros are just a fucking unit right now. Absolutely, unit right now. Oh. all cylinders. Are we really surprised though? I feel like at this point they've shown what they are. Like that team's just. That's a well-run organization. Like the cheating thing aside, mm-hmm. that is a well-run organization. And Dusty Baker is a manager. Is everything what the White Sox wish Tony Larusa was? Yep. And you talk about oh, we can't yeah, have that, old guy. That's gonna, that's gonna cut deep too because those two don't like each other. So, <laughs> Dusty, yeah. He's out there. Age be damn. He looks pretty enthusiastic out there too. I saw some more signs of life out of him in that one series, and we saw out of Tony all all season. But uh, it's a well-oiled machine they got down there in Houston. And I mean, they got. With Pena, the shortstop, you know, they lose a Carlos Correa type player. This kid comes in. If he if he's not if he's he's as good as, if not better, than Correa was in the playoffs. The kid has just been you would not you couldn't tell he was a rookie. The way he's been just on the biggest stage in baseball. Their their pitching is incredible. Just every yeah. guy they throw out there just nails. Yep. Yeah. I no, mean the, the, what, what, White Sox fans thought last do? year, but this year it's what, been even better. Didn't the Yankees strike out like an absurd amount of times in this series? Uh, was, yeah. I'd have I to mean, look up the number. It was like a, it was so much so where it was like a headline, like Yankees struck out like ninety six times in a four game series or something like that. It was like, and, and you know, a team is good too when they can overcome a stupid injury or like a stupid little setback, like the, the Lance McCullers getting mm-hmm. uh, hit in his elbow yep. uh, with like the champagne bottle, and like he had to be pushed back a day. It's like, all right, it's fine. Everybody had a good laugh about yep, it, and then they just went out that. there. That starting rotation, it's got like they got a ton of dudes, and like yeah. they kind of fly under the radar, which is stupid to say when you have the Cy Young in the rotation. But you got a Lance for colors that Velasquez is a stud. I mean, they just keep rolling out guys. Yeah, the makeup table Javier. has already been addressed. Jack is crazy. We already addressed yeah. that. Couldn't do it. <laughs> Take it up with my two-year-old. It was um, some Rick Hahn lawyer talk, Jack. Yeah, it was Rick Hahn lawyer talk. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, uh, the, the Padres with a huge series win over rival, the Dodgers, they took that series three to one. It was a pretty eye opening experience for LA still can't buy world series, which is nice. And on the other uh, side of it, kind of can't who, who, but what Houston's not bought. I'm the, talking about the, the Philadelphia Dod- Phillies bought everybody. <laughs> The Phillies are Phillies last year aren't even in the playoffs. This year. Okay, but they, so is that from them underperforming? I, am I? I'm am saying. I I'm saying. I don't like. I don't. I. I want to push against the narrative that the Dodgers that it was a bad thing that the Dodgers lost because they spent all this money. We want our team spending money, guys. Right. It, the Philadelphia Phillies spent money. Well, I guess my point is, you, I want them to spend money, but you got to spend it sm- smartly. Smartly, I mean. The, yeah. But again, the Dodgers were the. Are any of those moves dumb? What no. dumb move did they make, though? Mm, not getting the guys that beat the Padres. You're the one with the shell on it. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. It's just Richard. <laughs> I don't. Th- I mean, I. I guess I'm a little. My. I had the Dodgers winning it. 
But I mean, again, it's just, it's, it's just random. Baseball playoffs are random. You, you big just teams aren't always going to dance, win. baby. Yeah. Got to get to the exactly. dance. Because yeah. the Phillies beating the Braves three to one, I did not see that coming. My wallet didn't see that coming. A lot of things didn't see that coming. <laughs> but that was interesting. But then Philly to just basically mushroom stamp the fucking Padres too, and win that series four to one. They're riding on like just all the intangibles that you can think of, the home crowd, the electricity, all the fucking cliches you want to say, they're doing it right now. Because, again, we're talking about a team who is horseshit in September. They yes. they almost blew their wild card lead. They were yep. a below 500. Uh, like, last week of the season got swept by the Cubs, looked awful, and then, like, clinched second to last day of the season. Mm-hmm. You they know, were I mean, down in game one to the Cardinals in the ninth inning <laughs> facing a like, nasty closer, came back, and ever since then, they've been on a roll. Like It, it can just turn on a dime. How many times have we said it on this show, though? Seek the peak. You peak at the right time, everything yep. falls into place. This is why you want to peak. If you peak... If you if you're hitting your peak and your stride the second to last game of the year, hell yeah! Like you can't perfectly time it any better. And this is what happens. Like you really want. I mean, we've talked about the time that length that this lasts. You know, they're they're at peak like momentum right now. They're not. You know, it usually cools off after like two three weeks. Mm-hmm. The series will be over by a, after a week before it's even time to start cooling off. Like that's the great part about. If, if you find that lightning in a bottle in the you know second to last game of the year or the last game of the year or in a wild card play in game or whatever, whew, that's going to carry you. That's that's like a stiff wind on a sailboat. It almost reminds me of the Royals in 2014. Yep. Like they weren't some overwhelming team, but they won that crazy game where they had that big comeback in the wild card game against Oakland. And the next thing you know, they're riding that momentum all the way to the World Series. It's kind of kind of similar vibes I get with this Philly team. Obviously, a lot more star power on this one, but. Well, then the guy that, you know, thank God he doesn't play on the White Sox, but Bryce Harper decided, you know, to show why he's a top player in this league. And the home run he hit to opposite yeah. field to win that game, and well, it was in the eighth inning. But, I mean, it was almost like a, a forlorn conclusion. Like, everybody it, – it was weird watching it. It was it, – it was, you know, I, I was flipping around through a bunch of stuff, and then I saw, you know, Bryce Harper's up with, you know, nobody out and whatever – in the eighth, and I was like, oh, I'll flip this on real quick. And you could just feel that this dude was about to just do something legendary. And, I mean, for fuck's sake, they're already putting painting murals of the guy all over Philly right now. Like, You mean uh, Richie Tenenbaum? Yeah, right. Every – all other 29 <laughs> fan bases need to – like, they should always be pissed off at whoever the decision makers were in that 2018-19 offseason that their team did not try to sign Bryce Harper. That includes yes. White Sox fans, Cubs fans as equal, because they, they were both in the same position, too. They could have signed him. Mm-hmm. It made all the sense of the fucking world for both teams. For every, Basically, every team in baseball made sense to get a fucking like icon, MVP, just a superstar. And if you look at his contract, guys, like we're going to be talking about a little later. Like Aaron Judge is going to get like fucking forty million dollars a year, probably. Yep. You know, Correa is going to get more than like thirty, probably close to thirty-five. The shortstops are going to get paid crazy money. Bryce Harper's making twenty-five million dollars a year on average. Yep. Twenty-five million. It's funny too how far we've come from. He was getting absolutely trashed after that first year when the Nationals went on to win the World Series, and now all of a sudden. 
that contract looks like it's worth it. But the Bryce Harper thing, go, kind of going back to your initial point, like White Sox kicking themselves, they didn't get him. I'm almost over it at that point. It's not even just him. It's like half these like Phillies team, like we Zach Wheeler, we could have had, and he turned down more money. That one hurts more. It's frustrating. Like, so that's frustrating itself. And it's also kind of telling why I wouldn't want to come to Chicago. Then Schwarber, you need a left-handed power hitter. He was available. Mm -hmm. Didn't get him. Castellanos, right field option available. So not only did the Phillies get like two of the guys that like were on the market that probably could have fit in with the White Sox, uh, you know, they, they, they got the one and then they get the other one too. We, we, so that, that was frustrating and it's up. And then they fire their manager like midway through <laughs> early in the season, Joe Girardi. And everyone's wondering what could have happened had the White Sox done the same thing. So it's like that organization operates the way you wish the White Sox would. And then yeah. same thing with the Padres too. They're aggressive. It, it shows. And to that point, Mitch, it was so frustrating during that whole Padres Phillies. Like the main pitcher was Machado and Harper. Yeah. <laughs> And you're just like, oh, he put Machado in a great playoffs. But, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, would, I do want to address one thing, though. And you bring it up, like, you know, Joe Girardi being fired and then making it to the postseason and, and doing this. Let's not pretend like that's not lightning in a bottle. Let's, let's not pretend that nine out of ten times that happens, they, they fade into oblivion. Okay, Jim Leland is the last one, I think, and that was 2003. So let's not pretend like, you know, it wouldn't have worked out the same. The White Sox roster was the same White Sox roster. We saw what happened with Cairo. It fell apart with Cairo after the two-week momentum came off. But the thing about Bryce Harper, and this is where this is really have to, I have to this is going to have to be clipped for for a few people, and it just hurts a little bit, but I'll take it. I have known Bryce Harper or of Bryce Harper since he was ten years old. Uh, when I worked at the newspaper, his dad Ron would send me press releases for a ten-year-old kid. Through our fax, I don't know how you got a fucking fax machine number, but through our fax machine, and I would get these freaking. I'm like, I don't care about your ten year old kid. He doesn't even live in Henderson, and that's my beat. It didn't make any sense, and so I had already experienced that. Then, obviously, coaching against him, um, you know, during his, you know his entire high school career, um, you know, a guy again. We had one of the best games I've ever been a part of. It was a two to one victory over Vegas. It was us. It was KB's senior year too. Shreve, or no, it was 2008. Excuse me, Shreve pitching, KB at third. Bryce Harper behind the dish, Brian Harper on the bump for for uh, for Las Vegas. They had Marvin Marvin Campbell out in the outfield, who was also a guy that was taken draft, you know, that was drafted. Um, all these dudes um, playing together, great game. But I I have seen Bryce from shit bag like shit bag guys. I can't tell you how embarrassingly bush league he has been as a young guy, and I could not stand him, and it clouded my judgment to the point where I thought he was overrated. I didn't want to believe that he was good. Um, and I didn't really, I wasn't super stoked, like watching him fail. I love, I love watching him fail. He went to CSN. He played for my mentor, coach chambers at CSN who has passed away since passed away. He's not even going to get a chance to see this, which is really sad. Um, that took him in as a 17 year old kid who took his GED and came and played a college season in Juco. Still, he gets kicked out of the semifinal game, drawing a line in the dirt, being a dickhead to the umpire. Costs his team, hurts his team's ability to win a national championship. I still hold that. That hurt Chase and Shreve and Tomo Dup, two of my former players that were on that team. I've disliked Bryce for a long period of time. Um, and I'm going to say this right now. He has come so far from the turd nugget that looked like he wanted to be a professional wrestler with sting or the, the you know, the, the, the ultimate warrior with his stupid fucking face, you know, his, black, his face paint, not eye black. And where he's come a long way from getting choked in the dugout for being a douchebag to he sees what he's got. He's also got a good support system around there. I love the fact that he's gotten to be a mentor to Bryson Stott, another local kid. And I can tell you, watching him do this is, it's, it's, I am so happy to admit that I was completely wrong about Bryce Harper. I am stoked 
to say that. Bryce Harper has been unbelievable. He has been heroically elite in this postseason. He has been a legendary. They called him the natural in that Sports Illustrated article, whatever, in 2017 or 18 or whatever it was the summer. That's what the same day that KB hit the furthest ball I've ever seen hit in my life. And he has come this far. And, and it tails it off is so perfect. I'm watching him celebrate out at second base. You know, if he had, uh, I think it was he had a double or he got, you know, whatever. And he was kind of pulling his chest. And to kind of complete the circle for me, his eye black was perfect. It was normal. It was this. And just for me, as someone who made kids in our dugout who mocked, who like trying to mimic him, go wash that shit off their face before they could go out and take infield out for to get loose. I saw that and I'm like, my God, it's full circle. I have texted all my coaching buddies. I'm like, holy shit. And they all were like, yeah, dude, same. Like all the guys that have coached against him that have seen him act and show his ass as long as he did here, seeing him do all that stuff is magically amazing as catharsis, as whatever the hero's journey is, whatever you want to call it. I, I'm, it's, 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 a, it's a sight to see, man. I'm, I'm so, very happy for Bryce Harper. A couple of things to that. I mean, I think that's very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When you realize something about yourself and you note it, I can't think of the fucking Very word. humble of you. Intri- uh, you're talking about uh, self-aware? Self-aware of you. Awareness. And like to bring that up and talk about that. And I think part of it to what Mitch said is he probably got humbled a little bit when he got, you know, when he had a down year after signing a big contract and the Phillies didn't do what they wanted to do. But also people grow, man. Like he's getting older. He's got two kids now. Like he's a dad. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of things that go into this equation and, I think it's just important that people realize, like, people do grow the fuck up. Like, I think he's less enabled. I think he's less enabled today than he was as a teenager. Uh, I I really do mean that. I think that he's had people around him. Uh, You know, I I have to say, maybe perhaps the friendship with KB has really paid dividends because they are they were polar opposite rivals in high school. Like, it was you were either a KB fan or a Bryce fan. You either were like all over the place showing your showing your ass and putting on eye black like you were a pro wrestler, or you're wearing sunglasses and you had your shirt perfectly tucked in, and you were a Chris Bryant fan who played the game completely different and it's those guys together you know as you know at least sharing this kind of burden together as being you know mvps and all that stuff i think that the relationship is on on both ends you know has 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 been a nice give and take for for two vegas boys that that i think everyone here in vegas is proud of vegas i just want to say it once too um vegas i say southern nevada actually southern nevada so I don't know why it kind of sucks, but the World Series doesn't even start till Friday. Like it's like, oh, everybody was all hyped because of these two <laughs> yeah. series. It was great. Like everybody's pumped for baseball. It's like, oh, we'll just take a week off. I like I know why they do it because it's like it's scheduled uh, yeah. out and whatever. But I remember seeing it was during the Padres uh, Phillies game, the last one. Uh, when was it? Sunday. Uh, yeah. And I was like, and like they showed the little promo. I was like, oh, game one's gonna be Friday. I'm like. Yeah. Like, oh, is that like because like they're expecting like another game to be played like for the NLCS, so like you know they're gonna have to push it back, and then like you know the game ends, and I look at the schedule, it's like no, yeah, no, game one isn't until Friday. I'm yeah. like, wait, wait, right, that momentum. Yeah, I mean, MLB, everyone's pumped up. MLB Not does like this all days. the time. They love to shoot themselves in the foot, and it's like. <laughs> You know, you just had this awesome game with Bryce Harper in the home run. You had this great comeback from Houston to win the series and sweep, you know, and it's like everybody's like all pumped and, yeah, let's just take a week off. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like, but all right, so we're heading into this World Series. Obviously, you got the Astros as the favorite, as they should be. <laughs> um, start with you, Mitch, because you're the youngest and the newest guy, so you have to go first. Give me your World Series prediction. 
who wins it, how many games, and give me a World Series MVP. All righty. Um, before I do that, I, this is a good point that I got a message. Friend of the show, uh, Alex, I was talking about how the Astros are well run. He pointed out that the owner, they gave Dusty a contract. They might still fire the general manager despite a 107-game season. So they're undecided there. So that is kind of a good point. Interesting decision. Uh, and owners, you know, they can get in the way. They kind of yep. ruin things. Uh, I'm going, I think the, it's like I said, fit with the Royals theme from earlier. I think the Cinderella story kind of runs out. Not that the Phillies aren't talented, but I think Houston's got the perfect mix of pitching. Like they got great starting pitching. The bullpen has been a pleasant surprise. I mean, if you're an Astros fan, I'm not rooting for them. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, they. I think they've been better than a lot of people thought. You got veterans that have been there before, like Bregman and Altuve. You got a lot of young guys, too. Uh, I think Dusty Baker finally gets over the hump. Phillies are going to put up a fight, but I, I think the championship pedigree is going to be a bit too much. So I'm going uh, the Astros in six. And I'm going with Alex Bregman. He always seems to come up with big hits and big times. He was great in that Yankee series. And, you know, he kind of had slumped for a while, but he's he's been hot uh, the last couple of seasons. So. Absolutely wild when I saw that stat. He's most postseason home runs by a third baseman. Yeah. That's crazy, thinking about how many great third basemen. But the Astros have been in the postseason that much. Where, <laughs> yeah, so. And going deep. Yep. Like All right, at least Fitz. going to the ALCS. <laughs> Who do you got and who's your MVP? I got, I mean, just like Mitch said, a great story with the Phillies. But Houston, I'm just so impressed with Houston's pitching staff. Uh, you look at their lineup, there's really like, I mean, who's the whole Maldonado who's batting ninth? Uh, I mean, do you hate the, I mean, everybody, I know everybody obviously hates Houston, but I mean, they're just mm-hmm. fucking good. Houston five. Who's the MVP? Uh, let's go. I think he just slumped a little in the Yankee series, but I mean, this guy is a fucking beast. Let's go with the Jordan. He is a beast. Um, Fids, I have a just a hunch where you're gonna go with this, but uh, <laughs> what who wins it and who's the MVP? Rips it off. The Bears. No, uh, yeah, I'm going Philly. I say Philly in seven, and I say Bryce is gonna get the MVP. Bryce is gonna deliver one more time, and I think that this is gonna be a, an absolute gem of a series. You got a hot wild card against a big time favorite. And I think these guys are going to clash. I think you got some good pitching, but I think you've got a lot of left-handed bats peppered through that lineup uh, in Philly. That's that's going to, I think, benefit them. And and I think that you're going to see this is going to be a give and take. This is going to be a back and forth series. I think the Philly steals one in Houston. Houston gets one back in Philly, and it just goes back and forth. And I think the magic happens along with the you know I think the Eagles are really hot too. So it's going to help. That's going to help push a little bit. There's a lot of optimism and, and mojo. And I think, I don't know, I, I think Philly's in seven, and I think Bryce gets the MVP. And I think that uh, you'll see some pretty great baseball. And this, Dusty will not retire, and then Joe Espada will be named manager of the Chicago White Sox. I, uh, we're going to get to that in a second. I want everyone to know that this wasn't pre-planned, that we were going to go two and two. But I'm going Phillies in six. I like the Phillies in six. If it goes to a game seven back in Houston, I think the Phillies are fucked. So I'm... I think it's Phillies and six. And you know what? I think Schwarber. He's so good, man. I think Schwarber. I, I, I know Bryce is going to do Bryce things. And I know he feels like he has the way of the world on him and he's going to perform. And I, I feel like this is his time to really put him into that upper echelon of MLB players, like legendary shit. But I feel like it's going to be Schwarber. I feel like Schwarber's going to get the MVP. So I'm going to go Phillies and six. With Schwarber getting the MVP. So we got 
two Phillies, two Astros. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a great series. I mean, you have kind of the old guard with the Astros and they're more of a traditional team and just a solid top to bottom team. And then you got kind of the ragtag group in Philly, a lot of high energy and you got those Philly fans, man. Like they're a different breed, dude. And so I I think it's just, I think it's going to be fun. I mean, obviously I'm going to be watching betting every game during the whole thing. And I'm actually, I could say I'm really looking forward to this world series. And I think just like how we said, I think, I mean, we all picked a different, uh, the series ending in different games, with different outcomes, like nothing would be surprising either. No. Like, I guess the only, the only surprising thing would be like if Houston got swept, I would be surprised yeah. if that. If, I was just going to say if the Phillies swept the Astros. That, that's like the only thing that would be surprising. Yes. But like even Phillies in five, I'm like, yeah, like they, they have the offense to do Insider it. tip, Reese Hoskins going to be the MVP if the Phillies win. Ooh. That's not a bad. He's I don't know been, how that's an insider tip, but yeah, that that's, that's so well. I actually yeah. kind of liked it. So, <laughs> but that's a great segue into our next segment. A lot of insiders on Twitter right now. A lot <laughs> of insiders. So my insider's my... not a hot dog either. He's okay. he's a credible, uh, so, knowledgeable baseball man. Let's talk about this hot dog account. We're gonna switch gears here to the. Well, the thing is, White Sox. It came out that Espada, whatever, was going to be the White Sox manager. Like it was done. Like, and some of the big accounts were actually retweeting and you know, whatever. And then the hot dog tweet or the hot dog guy jumped on it too and said, yeah, he's, it's it. And then like, it was like, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, no, we had let's, let's, out too, According to the hot dog. There's a the thing that let's not skip over one important step. I also confirmed it. Oh, they did confirm it. Kevin did confirm it as well. That's true. Confirm the confirmed. Absolutely. That all comes out, and everyone's like, okay, great. They did it. Cool. Time to go to work. They got their guy. Like, let's go. (laughs) That'd be hilarious. Big, if true. Um, But then all of a sudden, it's like, I feel like Ozzy or Ozzy's kids or someone in Ozzy's camp called all of his friends in the Chicago media, like even like football reporters were like (laughs) tweeting it out. That Ozzy's getting an interview. That Ozzy's getting an interview. And I was like, wait, I thought they already got their guy. And I was like, no, they don't got him already. And Ozzy's getting interviewed now. And now all of a sudden, all these other names are coming up that they're interviewed. So nothing's official right now. But one thing I do want to talk about, though, is this fucking Chicago-style hot dog, or whatever his Twitter account is. The guy, I mean, I, I went through his timeline. I think it was after that one guy said to you all, though, like, yeah, I know national reporters are saying it, but this hot dog account said something else, and he makes some good points. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. That, yeah, that was like, uh, that was separate. I'm like, yeah. what? So here's my thing with this account. Like, if you read the guy's tweets, he, he speaks with a lot of conviction. And then he always, like, says, he always does the whole, like, woe is me thing, like, if you don't believe me, like, I'm not making this up, but, you know, if you don't believe me, it's fine. So here's my thing, dude. I get if you want to remain anonymous. Like, I get it. Like, if you really do have, like, sources and you don't want to blow anybody's spot or, like, anything, that's fine. But make up, like, a fake name. Call yourself, like, Joey Bag of Donuts. Or, like, some. no, not even Bag of Donuts because that kills my point. Call yourself, like, Joe Smith. Well, who's like, Booty Hole again? Who is it? Katy Perry's Booty Hole. That, yeah. that works. But I'm just saying, like, why a food account? Why are you hiding behind that? Like, I get the whole anonymity of everything, but like, stop with the food accounts. Like, I instantly don't take you seriously if it's a food account. 
Like, not in the least bit. Like, even if you get something right, I can sit here and throw darts all day and be like, hey, the White Sox are hiring this guy. And then I can do seven tweets like that. And if one of them hits, I can be like, see, I told you. Any, any asshole with a Twitter account could do that. Here's the thing. Uh, shout out to that guy. I think that guy also, fellow podcaster. Uh, I forget the name, but I mean, it's on his uh, yeah. Twitter. I actually want to have him. I want him on the show, and I want to do like an old History Channel gangland episode <laughs> where he sits there and nothing but a silhouette muffled with a muffled, muffled voice. voice. <laughs> and I want to get to the bottom. I, I'm not, you guys are laughing. Like here, I'm 100% want to do Like, here's the thing. Like, no disrespect to the guy. I don't know who he is. He's probably I'm, a great guy. I just, I'm just, I thing. don't get the thought process behind Right, right. It. I, just be a fan. Yeah. Because it is, it is very clearly, it's very apparent that, you know, just like we've all said, just like you said, so like, you, I could, we could just tweet anything out right now and like, hey, it could happen. Like, I can, yeah. I can go on Twitter right now and be like, you know, sources say the Cubs are interested in Trey Turner. Yep. I, I'm be right. Cause like, that's already been out there for like six months or like four yep. months. Like, yeah, <laughs> duh. And then, and then you know when when that report comes out in like three weeks, I can be like, "See, told you guys." Yep. So, well, like, there's always the. You don't there's have always to do Mike. that. Like, just be a what's fan. It? Was <laughs> like, it Mike Clark? What's that guy's name? No, uh, Mike Dan Hawk. Clark. Or, Mike Clark. Who's the guy that had to delete his account and then he brought it back? Oh, uh, with the, Dan, Dan Clark. Clark. He never Dan deleted Clark. it. He he deleted it for a little bit and then he came back. Uh, back. But like that's the thing. Just be a fan. Like. Like we all, we all like to do it at, at one point or right. another. We like to analyze, throw our little like theories of what we think is going to happen, what we think is happening. Yes. Like, don't pass it off as like you have it because it, over and over again, it it becomes very clearly apparent that you're kind of just making stuff up. Well, hold on. Which podcast? Refresh my memory. Which podcast actually said the Bryce Harper is going to the Phillies? Which podcast did that? So that's the thing. Like, yeah, you like, said it, Kevin. I, I, that, like, I don't even care about that. I'm just saying. Yeah. In terms of like, but, but like you don't. But like, that's the thing. That was your thought, because like you you were talking to people in Vegas, and they were telling yeah. you what they thought Harper was going to do. But like, it's not like you were going out there, Kevin. Be like, you weren't in December, being like sources. It's a done deal. Bryce Harper's going to the field. Oh yeah, no. You were going around stating to be an insider. Yeah. No, 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 no going I out just, there, like I have this inside information. I know that is for a fact. Right now, a done deal. Yeah, I was just regurgitating what he told his friends. That's and, all. Then, and then also, but like, but these guys, what are they? Why? My thing, dude. My thing is like, what does he get out of this? Uh, the other thing is, though, that's the thing. It's not even. I don't. I'm not even that mad at him because whatever. It's the people who are like, yeah, no, like this guy knows. Well, that's the thing. So Aldo put something <laughs> yeah. up about it was about Jose Abreu, <laughs> and this guy dead seriously like replied to him oh. like, yeah, I know that's what reporters are saying but this hot dog account said this and i like what he's been saying so i'm going to agree with him and it's like okay so basically you just want to hear what you want to hear yeah and then you're going to go with that but like i just don't get what this guy gets out maybe he's a marketing genius and now he's got he all of white Sox twitter yeah that's what i'm saying he now he's got all of white Sox twitter talking about him and now he's like oh by the way i have this podcast i will never listen to that podcast because of the fact that he's a hot dog guy on twitter but, but isn't any is it is it any shock that someone just is gonna like? Uh, I don't choose to believe you, Aldo. I'm going to go with the hot dog because it 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 confirms my own individual yeah, yeah. microcosm of America, right? right. Yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's a microcosm of fandom in general. You're not going to believe that somebody's hurt or someone's injured or someone's being traded or anything until because because you're you're just like it's like with you know I hate to say this it's like with Cub fans when it comes to Tom Ricketts and and the front office and the rebuild. 
Like no one wants to, if you don't want to believe it, you're not going to believe it. And you're going to say, no, it's just a retool and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, in the same kind of circumstances with this guy, you know, you're not going with Aldo, you're not going to, it's, it's cognitive bias and it's people, you know, we're going to, we're going to gravitate. And that's just, that's society as a general. Now we're just gravitating towards the news that agrees with our worldview. And if it doesn't conflict with, if it conflicts with it, it's fake. David, buddy, we're talking about that right now. There's a lot of conflicting reports. I don't think we know yet, bud. By the way, before but before we can't we can't get into that a little bit, or at least the rumors are out there. Yep. Because uh, who fucking knows what's real? But I don't want to single out the Ahata guy either, because there's also like bigger accounts that yes. also do the same shit, like that MLB executive burner account. Burner. It's the same it's bullshit. Bro. It's but the same fucking enough, bullshit. They throw enough true. shit though. You like you throw enough shit at the wall, it's gonna stick. Like well, that's what we've been saying. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, and it, it and obviously, it, it, David, again, I'm with you, bud. He, David says, I think they're going after the Astros coaches. They're waiting for the World Series to get over. That could 100% be the, yeah. the case. And I, I, I okay. think it is. And I, I, I actually think that's what's going to happen. But I just don't want this hot dog account to be like, told you. It's like, bro. Well, no, he can't do that because he, no, he literally he walked it back. He literally, he, not only did he walk it back, because he could have been like, you know, because he had the tweet like, oh, you know, we were fed wrong information. You know, I'm not making this up. We were all led to the wrong direction. But right. then he later put Joe Espada, he's out. He's not even a candidate anymore. He's out. Oh, he <laughs> so went, he yeah, can't he be went like, guys, I was... <laughs> he went full in by saying like he had his staff picked out and everything, then walked all that back. That was all wrong information. And now, yeah, now Espada's out. So back to the actual coach search, though. Who is the Phillies hitting coach? What's Kevin his name? Long. That... You, if, Long. If you guys get him. What's a hit? If you guys get him, you guys are at least going to the ALCS. That guy wins. Everywhere he goes, he wins. 2009 Yankees World Series. I think he was with the Mets when they went to the World Series in 2015. Sorry. This is uh, a true Southside comment. Now. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Ha. 18 sex period XYZ. Oh, Hot yeah. Photo. Hell yeah. Hot photo here in the chat. Let's go. Get all the honeys Let's in go. here. Right I was just there. Laughing. I was laughing My at photo here. Where's the photo? There's no photo. I was laughing there. at uh, Jack. So if you are a true, true born and raised Southsider, this comment is very funny to you. <laughs> There's a, a, fat, a, a hot dog stand that's as big as my wingspan on the South Side named Fat Johnny's, and they have a, a tamale on a bun with cheese oh, and what? chili, and it's called what? the mother in law. It's one of my um, – I'm actually really hungry now. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mitch brought it up earlier talking about Houston, and then, Kevin, you brought it up, you know, talking about your prediction for the World Series. But there is the thought that, you know, everyone's been saying that Joe Espada is basically the guy in waiting behind Dusty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think So it's the GM and Dusty Baker. They're like lame duck guys after the season's over. I think they're neither of them have contracts for next year. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think one way or the other, it like it, the result of the World Series matters to what happens yeah. to the manager yeah. position? I would say yeah. Yeah, I would say yeah. I think if Dusty wins it, he's done. He's done. Yeah. See, I think if Dusty wins it, he comes back for another. Their owner think... did say they were trying to give Dusty a contract extension. So how old um, is Dusty? We'll, we'll, we'll see. Like 72, 70 something. Seventy-two. I get you there. Baker. Age. He is like Tony's age. He's uh born in forty nine, so that makes him seventy three. Now he's still he's got twenty five years or no, so. He's Dusty, I I really think if Dusty wins, he's done. And I, then, I, I don't know. Joe Spada would probably take. That's the thing. I think Joe Spada would just be like, "All right, 
I'll take those keys. Yep. Yeah. I'll take, this, I'll take this nominal team that I'm, is, <laughs> I'm all about that. I know the ins and outs of already. Yeah. I'll take the keys to that. You know, Brandon you. Bentley. I will say though, as much as I like Espada and he would be the guy that I would, that I would take with my limited, I haven't been in the interviews, but you know, so far he stands out as best candidate. There's a lot of other guys that they were interviewing that I think would be very solid. That, that Griffle, I think is a great candidate. As we talked about with Long, I think it's another solid guy. So it's not like there's bad options out there. Um, if he did, so I wouldn't be devastated if yep. we gonna, didn't get Joe. I'm going to flip you though on this. I think that if Dusty wins, he comes back. I'm going to say if Dusty loses, he doesn't, and they let a spot go for it because they got close enough, and he, and Dusty again couldn't get him. You know, or at this point couldn't get him back over the hump a second time. I think that Dusty comes back to defend. I think that he goes if he doesn't. I think that, I think I it's the exact opposite. No. Well, it kind of depends how it plays out, too. Because, like, you look at that Yankee series, and they were just, like, completely outclassed. So if there's, like, a bunch of bonehead moves, then maybe. But I think a lot of it just depends on, like, how they lose no, that series. I, I want to do something that we don't normally do on this show is I want to take a timeout. And, Fizz, I'm going to let you do this because this is your your other hustle here. But... Our guy, Brian, who's always in the comment section, always makes me laugh. He's actually got his own show coming up. Fids, you want to give a little details on that? Just, I, I, Brian, I'm going to plug your show right now because – We're plugging the Brian show. <laughs> this is so much the, I enjoy this guy's content. Over on the Tainted Glove, uh, Brian is now kicking off his own uh, show. It's a it's a draft-based show. So I don't know if you, paid, if, we, if you paid attention during the shutdown. We did a few of those. Uh, here uh, at the uh, on the Pinwheels and Ivy, where we, we drafted a, a whole ton of things, but uh, it's uh, Ordinary Man. Uh, is that the name of is that the name of it, Brian? Is it Ordinary Man or is yep. that just the headlight? Ordinary Man starts podcast. That uh, but uh, he's going to be joining us on on the Tainted Glove Network. Uh, we've already got Yumper and Swo doing their thing with the movie reviews. Now he's going to bring it in and he's going to have a good time with it. But man, yeah, I'm I'm stoked. Uh, you have to almost be careful when you're DMing with him because, like, when you start talking about things you like, it turns into it like a, a, a like an in chat draft in a weird way. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's just drafting like like it's everything's a draft. And so when's like, this, uh, what day and time the show's going to be out? Um, Brian, what is the date of the launch? I mean, we launched now. He actually wrote a blog. Uh, you can check it out on the tainedglove.com, uh, uh, kind of explaining the whole thing. Uh, and also his love of the film, The Natural. He talks a lot, a great deal, how much he loves The Natural. He's a big fan of right. Roy Hobbs. So, um, and, oh, that's enough. This is a free ad. We're cutting in here. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah. and actually, Brian, Brian, welcome to the podcast. Well, you'll get an invoice for that ad soon. Um, <laughs> Getting drafty in here is the name of it. To, uh, to Alex, our guy Alex popped in a chat. He said, uh, the Espadada report on Friday actually caused actual news about the manager search from our guy, uh, Sean Anderson. So I did see kind of like that trickle effect where it all came out and people were like, whoa, whoa, whoa I heard this and this. You know, it's just... You don't know. And I think to Mitch's point, too, I haven't seen a name besides Ozzy yet that I'm like, absolutely not. Careful, yeah. careful. You're going to get the pinwheels and I'll be blocked. It's fine. I don't it's give fine. a shit. That's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. <laughs> but, yeah, and for those that don't know what we're talking about, apparently Ozzy, it wasn't Ozzy. It was one of his kids on his Twitter account, went and blocked, like searched his name, and anybody that talks shit about Ozzy being the manager, they just blocked him. And not even talk shit, like saying like he's just not the right guy for the job. You do talk a lot of shit about Ozzy. Yeah, I mean, you do. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about other people that were blocked. Or like, no, just, there's I, a lot of like 
really? You blocked him? Yeah. No, it was totally. Here's, here's my thing with Ozzy, and I'm going to put this to bed because we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Ozzy won a World Series on the South Side. Ozzy was a great player for the White Sox. I will always respect and appreciate him for that. It did not end well with the White Sox. People te- seem to kind of forget about that part. Did not go well down in Miami either. I think Ozzy is a great analysis. I enjoy watching him on NBC Sports. I think it's insightful and funny, and he's got that whole Ozzy charisma and charm, and I think he's great at it. I do not think this is the time to bring Ozzy Guillen back as the manager of the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. yeah. I just they, And there's a lot of reasons why. I just don't think it's the time. I want them to go outside of the organization. I want them to get any of the probably eight names we've already mentioned now that I think would be a better fit for this organization right now. And that's just, I think, yeah. And it's common sense. And why I've said this before, like he's got a good gig on the pre and post game show. Like everyone seems to like him. He usually brings pretty good an- analysis. At the very yep. least he's entertaining and the white yep. Sox don't owe him anything. Like Fids, you've said this before too. Like we don't owe him an interview. They don't owe him anything. He's been out of the game for so long now. It would make no sense to bring him back. So I'm sick of like, well, you know, a courtesy interview for like, that's ridiculous. They don't know him, Jack. He's got a good gig going, you know. So, and I'll say this though too: you and I agree on the big, the big part, which is the White Sox need to go outside of this organization, no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. I do think that Ozzy's an absolute jack wagon. Honestly, I think I the, know, the, the, I, difference between, the difference between him and a bucket of bullshit's the bucket is, in my opinion, he's been scabbing after two managers, two consecutive managers, you know, working against those guys, making their life just at least more difficult. You don't do that as a professional, but. And more so, I've just never liked Ozzy. So let's be honest. It's it's a Cub thing, too. Yeah, Sorry. And, and that's fine. And it's not my position Miles. here to fucking try to change your mind about Ozzy. Gein. I don't give a shit. I'm admitting it's I'm biased, though. It's yeah. Not, not and I mean, it's just I don't get why you would do that. I, there's I'm, so many good potential suitors out there. Like, why would you just go back yeah. to those? Go out I'm of the organization. Yeah. I'm with you, though, on the whole, like, it, just the way things are in Chicago. Like, it just always seems like there's just... Mm-hmm. A terrible riff there with him and Jerry and Kenny. However, Trey Reinsdorf. Yep. Who the fuck? Out of nowhere, he can be like, yeah. The organization as a whole. Can I That's get this off my chest? Like, canceling Sox Fest was a total chicken shit. Oh, move. that was Everybody, Everybody pipe down. This is Mitch's first freak out. Go ahead, Mitch. But, <laughs> say what you want uh, about the Cubs, but he got up there in front of everyone booing him and, and was fine with it. Like the White Sox, there was no excuse to, to cancel. Like you cannot use the safety thing. Like the pandemic's over. Like the president's come out and said, pandemic's over. They have no problem with people going to the stadiums, full capacity. So you can't use the safety thing. Everyone knows what was going on here. They know that they completely fucked up last season and there's going to be a lot of tough questions asked and they don't want to sit in a room and have to answer any of those tough questions because that's what it's going to be is a bunch of pissed off Sox fans because Rick Hahn didn't do his job right and he doesn't want to answer it because his lawyer bullshit talk won't get him out of it it's just going to be a parade of tough questions he didn't want to handle it the players it's such a bad look especially across the town like they have their they already announced their day that's coming out there was no reason like the fact that they didn't give you any list of reasons in that stupid email like oh that was frustrating Although you need to clip that shit in post production and throw Duhast underneath that as like a, as, so as like a music under soundtrack for that ramp. That was I fantastic. feel like I feel like a proud papa right now. Like I just watched my my young young man blossom. But you're absolutely right. It's a complete charming, soft baby shit, chicken shit, whatever shit you want. Move shit. to cancel that, and 
it's just it's a wild thing to me that Jerry even let that happen. Jerry loves money. I mean, they make money off that. Like, I don't get it. And it, it's just, I mean, even if they did it and like Rick didn't show up, maybe he got a cold that week or some shit. Like, that's fine too. I I enjoy it just to see our peers, like other fans. Like, it's always great to go out there. You see the, you know, the Jordan Laz and you see all the 108 guys and you see all the, you know, awesome White Sox Twitter personalities and you, you're able to see them in person and like just, it's, I don't know. It, it, it's something more for the fans. I know the guys at the 108 are still going to do their 108 day, which is going to be great. You know, it's a great way to see everybody in person and uh, they don't make money off it. Okay. Well, I figured they might have. Well, you're going to have a new manager too. Wouldn't you want to introduce him to the fan base? Like I remember Rick Renteria, his first year, he got up and talking like, look, like no. this is the way we're going to be playing. Like, you know, I know it might not be pretty, but like, it was nice. It was nice to see as a fan, like what their approach is, get to see what the new guy's philosophy is. And like most average fans, you're not going to get an opportunity to interact with like players or mm-hmm. coaches to level you do it like Sox. Fest. It gets the juices flowing in the winter. It gets you excited for White Sox baseball. For a team that's second fiddle in town, I would think, you know, you'd want to do something to keep the few fans that you do have. And yet again, it's another middle finger on top of raising their season ticket prices. Yet again, it's by putting out a crap product and then they're yep. going to cancel access to i need well and my biggest thing was the white Sox have always been nice enough to give me credentials so i was able to get videos of interviews and access that we don't normally get here and again it was just it's always a great feeling to be walking around on the floor and stuff and people be like oh zo like we i really like pinwheels and ivy and stuff it was just it was a great way to interact with the fan base Mm -hmm. and a different setting in a different you know kind of atmosphere and i'm i was more mad that they took that away from me i can give a fuck about rick hans like uh, public q a i don't care those interviews though you kind of uh a little zokers sox fest zokers nick madrigal injured traded zach collins bad traded uh luis robert uh, always injured uh andrew vaughn okay a little bit of a stretch there near the end. That was but it. Everyone. The first two were fine. Four overall pick. Yeah, Aldo, but, just went, Aldo just went Alex Jones on the podcast. He's like, yeah. Joe, it's all you. Yeah, get your uh, tinfoil hat out. It was because you used that road microphone when you were interviewing players at SoxFest. That now SoxFest is canceled. We could all bring well, it so back. They're going down. So, so Alex says his season ticket package went down. The cost went down. That's interesting. Good for them. Oh, but, hmm. Cubs dropped some money. We, I can stop complaining. They, they they dropped prices. The Cubs did too. By the way, uh, one last thing on the Aussie thing. I, again, I, I don't think he's. Uh, there's no way he's a serious candidate. D- w- no. But the way that news came out last week, like it's you said, so. so but it was it was even before the Joe Espada, uh, like the report from Mike Rodriguez, who's the guy who everyone jumped off of the report. Right. That he's, he's the new uh what's the old guy he's a new hacker uh yeah he's a new hacker yeah he's a new hacker dude. but uh but the the whole ozzy <laughs> thing that came out before it was i think on espn 1000 john yurkovich yeah. on his show he was Which the original report like it was tweeted out by the producer i think adam abdallah Yurko said it live on yeah. the show and he has never broken any baseball news doesn't strike you as saying dude outsider. like ozzy and his boys called every but like it was, but it was oh, weird though because Ozzy. <laughs> because remember, but remember, so all this comes out, so that comes out in the morning, and then there's the Joe Spada, he's gonna be next manager, and then after that, it's NBC Sports Chicago is like we have a source, Ozzy Guillen is going to be interviewed next week, and then there's the Bruce Levine in the afternoon. He's like he hasn't been interviewed yet, 
but it's like it's it's a possibility. And then that weekend, I think it's uh, it was Daryl Rinchowen, uh Sometimes it had talks to Ozzy Gian, and Ozzy Gian's like, "Yeah, no, I have it interviewed, and I don't have one scheduled." <laughs> and, and here's my question too: like, weren't the uh, the 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 reporters that were reporting the stuff uh, with Ozzy, especially, weren't they Cubs reporters too? Like, wasn't it like Cap and like like that no, crew? No, no. It was, remember, it was said he heard it from someone yeah, he else from NBC yeah. Sports Chicago. It was, it was it was NBC Sports Chicago, which is owned like more than fifty percent by Jerry Reinsdorf. Wouldn't they know? Wouldn't they try to make sure? Like, call up the owner, be like, "Hey, are you guys interviewing Ozzy?" Because like they, that was their report. That wasn't citing John Yurkovich from ESPN One Thousand. That was we have a source. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> He's totally right. That's I mean, it was definitely that. You gotta read well, that well, one. Well, that well, that's the thing. Like, forget Alex, about that. Alex says about it was Yurko. definitely, definitely Yurko just misreading a text from Ozzy on the air. And- but that's the thing. Forget about the yeah. Yurko. Uh, just him randomly saying that on air again. A guy who's never broken like any news. Everyone off guard. Like the co-host, the producers. <laughs> they had to call Jesse Rogers. He's like, I haven't heard this. Like Ted Koppel just reported. Wait, what? The NBC Sports Chicago. Like, what was that? That was the weird one because they're like, yeah. you know, we according to our sources, Ozzy Gian will be interviewed next week. Yep. Well, their source was the guy that's on their show, isn't it? Yeah. Ozzy Gian. This was this was just Ozzy being the Joker, be like, I'm yeah. just gonna bring, I'm just gonna burn everything down. Because um, then he went on record the next day, be like, you yeah, know, I don't have an interview. No. Then he started blocking people. He's like, hey, I'm scorched earth. Wild, but uh, White Sox Dave or what? White Sox Mike. It's just, Mike? It's just the, so White Sox. Like, but what? before we before we get into you know where we think some of the bigger name free agents are going to land, got to get a little serious with everybody here for a second. We appreciate and we feel all the love from everyone that watches, uh, listens to the show. We do. One thing that we've been told we really really need to work on is getting our subscriber numbers up. So if you like the show, even if you somewhat like the show or whatever, you hate the you, show. if you hate the show, you can hate like it, whatever. But if you could just hit that subscribe button on YouTube for us, we would really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to try to do some some giveaways, and some, you know, contests and stuff like that. Um, we're going to bring the sunglasses back because I, I, I dig I the sunglasses. I'm pretty sure I still have a box of those. Yeah. I need we something. know you guys have like 10 Gmail accounts for yes. your Twitter burners. So, you know, subscribe in those two. Mm-hmm. Get those yep. bots going, baby. Get the bots yeah. going. They're still yeah, alive. Actually, can someone go back and hit up uh, 18 Sexy? <laughs> I know you got a bot farm, bro. Like, yeah. Hook it up. No. But, uh, all right. Sorry. Just need to get that out there. Should probably start doing that at the beginning of the show. But I figured the people that are still listening an hour in are the people that are actually probably going to subscribe uh-huh. to the show. Um, Alex says, "To be fair, Cap has been. To be fair, Cap has been like consistent with his Ozzy love. We found tweets from him suggesting Ozzy for the Cubs job when Madden got it. Ooh. Yeah, I Damn. mean, that's just. I get it. It's it's your boy." Like, if any one of you three wanted me to start, like, putting shit out there, I'd be like, all right, fine, whatever, I got you. You know what I mean? But, like, can you maybe do that tonight, Zoe? And Aldo will confirm. Korea rumor train started. We're going to make, like, a thing. Well, that that episode's coming soon where we do our rumors. But uh, right now. Well, Zoe, the the rumors are starting already. Yeah, that's true. We can Although, yeah, we'll make a big account. Although can confirm the story and then yeah, you know, we'll get something going. 
I will use, you know, I really use that the blue check mark for anything good for the past two years. But I will use, I will yield my power. Oh, I will. I, I am here to check mark now. Ha, 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 I am here I to confirm. Your we have a, that's amazing. I forgot we have a blue check mark now. I couldn't confirm your interview. That yeah, that was I'm bullshit. Sorry. I was fucking pissed. Pissed. But that was actually a good move by you because then that shows people like this is a man of integrity. That's what I'm this saying. Yeah. Man that doesn't I just, have to be you know, consistent. Yeah. You so, all right. Maybe that'll be what we do next week. We'll do our Sox machine offseason plan and then we'll get our rumors going. But what we'll do is we'll throw out some shitty rumors too. Where all could be like, no, nah, I my sources say no, that's not <laughs> and so like people are gonna be like, Oh, this dude, he might know more than a hot dog. Oh, by and the way, <laughs> we can go from speak, there. Speaking of one last thing on like the craziness rumors stuff for the White Sox, the Kevin Long one. I'm all I've I'm, only Ke- seen I'm on that the Kevin from, Long train. Yeah, no, I've but I've only seen that from like a random Twitter account. I don't know who I've not seen that anywhere either. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So I don't know about I that it. one either, guys. I want it because it's gonna be the polar opposite of this season. The White Sox are just gonna swing as hard as they can at every pitch, and I'm gonna love it. And so um so free agent wise, it's an interesting class of free agents out there. Now, some of these guys have and I'll you know bring up mutual options and club options and guys that can opt out, but um I was gonna start well. well why not? We'll start with catchers because the best catcher free agent out there is Wilson Contreras. He's 31 years old. He's, uh, all the war stats I'm going to say is based off of fan graphs. So F4 for those of you fellow nerds. Uh, but Wilson Contreras, 31 years old, carried a five and a half, 5.5 war this season. Do you guys think he's coming back to the Cubs? Let's, no. We're going to do a lot of these, so we don't need biblical answers for every free agent. So do you guys think he's coming back for the Cubs? No. In the beginning, God created uh, – never mind. Um, sorry, I was going to read all the way through. No, I don't think he's coming back to the Cubs either. I don't – actually, right. well, I feel like they're going to give the – I see, I don't think they're going to give – I think that they said they're going to give the QO, and I don't think they're going to give it to him. So that's where I think a no. Uh, I I think the he's gonna get the qualifying offer and then he'll sign a like one in one with like the Cardinals probably. If he gets the qualifying offer, I think he'll sign it. Obviously, I think yeah. All right. Well. All right. Well, if he doesn't go with the Cubs, then rapid fire. Where do you? Although you said the Cardinals. Mitch, yeah, I'm already. That's uh, what I was gonna say too, but now it sounds like I'm stealing from Aldo. No, you could say it because it <laughs> I, makes. I, I would 100. I'm gonna agree with it too. I think. Also, I, the yeah. That'd be also like the perfect F you for the Cubs for making them go through that like circus twice this year of farewell tours. But who better to get the torch pass from Yadi Molina than the guy that Yadi got pissed at when Sports Illustrated whoever said he was <laughs> well, not, better not than only that, so. <laughs> not only is that that's so. like there's no way anyone in St. Louis likes Wilson Contreras. No. And I would I am like looking forward to see that 180. When he does sign, or actually, no, they'll probably still hate him. Well, then they'll like, see his defense, and then they'll still exactly. It'll be like, he's not, he's not, we miss Yachty. We should have re signed Yachty. Mm-hmm. Why do we have Wilson Contreras? Yeah. Uh, the I next catcher, Mets, I think the Mets, by the way, would be Mets, a... okay. Got to point this way. I forgot it's flipped. I yeah, remember. yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be your Here. bull. Um, <laughs> Mets are, I think the Mets are going to spend a lot of money this offseason, so they're definitely in play for that. I think. Uh, money based column was need not... somebody to replace James McCann. 
Remember remember when these Sox fans got mad when they let McCann go? (laughs) They got so mad. Um, The next catcher, we're going to do like the top five catchers war-wise for each position. Uh, Mike Zunino. Zunino. (laughs) Zunino. Zunino. 32 years old, 4.5 war. Free agent. I, Omar Navarez. Huh? I think he's out of Tampa. Yeah. So that could go, if he goes out of Tampa, there goes Wilson Contreras down there too, possibly. Yeah. Well, but, the Tampa, no, Tampa doesn't pay. Yeah, yeah. Tampa doesn't pay, but just like uh, Leo DiCaprio, you know, Tampa Bay doesn't like to sign free agents that yeah, once they reach a certain age. And Mike, Mike Boy here is he's going to be 32, 33 years old. I He'll think walk. Zunino to the Mets. Would make that more sense. Because they need I'll, the catcher. I think he's better than Contreras. Per- like, if I had to pick between the two right now, I'm, I'm taking Zunino. I'm, like, so I'm going to go Zunino oh. to the Brewers. Oh. Okay. Chicago. What about Travis? So, like, in a backup role? Because who's their catcher right now? The Denaro. Den- oh, no. Oh, I thought you said the Braves. I'm sorry. No, no the Brewers. The Brewers. I couldn't even tell you the Brewers catcher is. So that makes. But I think one of their guys is going to be a free agent. He's Guardians. Nice on the list. Guardians aren't the Guardians in a market for a catcher too? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Didn't their guard? They, I think their catchers had like a combined like fifty-two WRC plus. Yes. Oh yeah, because one of them is uh, what's his name Hedges, who can't yep. hit for shit. Well, because then that brings to the next catcher is Omar Navarez, thirty-one years old, had a four-war. He is a Cub. Ooh. That actually okay. makes a lot of sense. That makes sense. I, I, although I didn't even think about it. No, no, I'm going to go there. I'm going. Omar Navarro is good framer, uh, good defensive guy. He had a coming off a down year offensively, but he's been like pretty decent offensively through the years. Uh, Cubs have uh, Jan Gomes, so have Gomes and Omar Navarro is behind the plate. Okay, and then Gary Sanchez. He's, only, he's only thirty. Dude, right? <laughs> Whoa. I thought Gary Sanchez was like 50. Holy <laughs> shit. Gary Sanchez is 30 years old. He had 2.8 war. Not but he, he has like the, the defensive skills of a 50-year-old. Yeah. not. Sorry, the... Is this wrong for me? All I think of when I hear Gary Sanchez is I think of Will Ferrell's production company. Because that's his oh, name the, of his production yeah, company. The, Gary the, Sanchez Productions that he makes. Him and Adam he, he, it's the whip with the cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. Just that's like any guy. Any guy named Sanchez in professional sports has like the best nickname because it's just the Sanchez. But then Gary Sanchez, I was gonna say sucked. dirty Sanchez, but yeah. Ooh, ooh. Uh, That's the, the thing that Gary has going for him is the universal DH. Yes, because he, he's not a good defensive catcher, but he can still he still got some pop. He's a wild swinger, free swinger. I'll go Gary Sanchez to the Rangers. Oh my God! You're throwing out lawn darts here. I'm gonna take the Pirates. Oh God! <laughs> I think it's we're that we're Rocky. at that point with Gary Sanchez. Rock, ooh, Rocky's I'm just gonna say Diamondbacks, and I have no idea what needs. I think they have all needs there. And by the way, if any of these hit, credits Pinwheels and Ivy because mm-hmm. these are <laughs> we all have sources. <laughs> yeah, sources. By the way, Kevin, Kevin was lying. I am throwing lawn darts here. Absolutely. Oh, this yeah. is, I mean, you just keep throwing it. Except for the right Norias one. That one I do think yeah. is an educated guess. It's then, like a handful of those octopus things you could get like in the Captain Crunch or the Corn Pops thing, and you have like five of them, and you throw them against the wall, and you know if it's red, that's that's going to be Gary Sanchez to the Devil Rays. Right. It's gonna, just throw them into them. And then the last one is 
Christian Vasquez. Back to the Red Sox. Christian yeah. Vasquez, 31 Thanks. years old. He's a two-war player. I'm overpaying him up in Boston. Yeah, I can I can see him going back. Yeah. yeah. They'll overpay him a little bit to keep him home because he, he's comfortable and he's they know what they got. Yep. The other free agent catcher, I mean, I'm not even going to bring up Yadier Marolina because that's fucking he's tired. But, uh, he's he's got to manage his team. An interesting one to me, though, and I mean, I know the White Sox don't need a catcher. If anything, they got a catcher problem. Uh, but Tucker Barnhart. I don't know that's why. I've always, I've always been a fan of Tucker Barnhart. He's no <laughs> He's definitely no sub. <laughs> He's definitely knows that. He was horrible, right? Offensive. I mean, the entire season. He's, he's 31. Was right. He was a, a 0.9 F4 this season. Uh, I mean, what I think he's gonna like? get a, he'll get a job somewhere. I mean, he didn't have a great season, but I I don't know. I've always just been a fan of Tucker Barnhart. I go Tucker Barnhart to Cleveland. <sighs> this next one's painful as we move to first base. For I'd like to point out that the youngest first base free agent is 30 years old. Well, I guess 30 is not bad. I thought it was older than that. But 64 OPS plus for Tucker. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Uh, first, the top first baseman free agent is Jose Breu, 36 years old. Carried a 6.5 F4 this season. He is a Marlin. Fed, you go next because this is tough for me, Mitch. Hmm. I can't say Cub. You can say Cubs. You can Cubs. say whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. You can say Cubs. I, I'm with you. I said it a couple weeks ago. I'm going. I'm going the Cubs too. As much as it pains me, it's, you know, it's, Mitch, it's a good Mitch is pay. getting ready for a break to the Cubs the way I'm getting ready for Contreras to the Cardinals. Uh, I, it's, it's it makes sense because he gets to stay home and he's he owns it Wrigley. You give him a one you know a two year deal with a player mutual option in the second year. Let the guy go out there and just make Wrigley his home for a year. He doesn't have to move much. It's a great way to kind of finish his career. He can also do it in a manner. It doesn't conflict with the White Sox interests until the World Series for the most part. So he can still be a White Sox. to have hero. fun, not be you miserable. And, and let's be honest. Maybe he can help bridge the gap between this childish, you know, fake rivalry that's not a rivalry thing. And we could maybe have like a whole city that no, roots for oh, the baseball no, no, teams. No, You have never said the more wrong thing on the show. I know. Right? I, was, I was trying. I was, I'm um, not busy right now. I'm just trying to be that guy. I think if he's not on the White Sox, I think he goes to the Marlins. Hmm. I think two Marlins, huh? South, South Florida, get him closer to the rest of his family. Um, I know the sexy pick is Houston. It makes sense. I just don't really want to see him in a Nashville uniform. If he goes to the Cubs, I'm not going to be mad. One thing, though, and although I did see you touch base on it last week when I watched the episode, Cubs fans need to fucking respect Jose Abreu. It's that is just unbelievable. First stupid. of all, as Fizz just mentioned, he fucking he might as well have co-ownership of Wrigley Field the way he hits in that ballpark. Second stupid of all, with two P's. Stupid with two P's. He you talk about him like he's fucking Miguel Sano or some shit like that. It's yeah. Jose fucking Abreu. <laughs> but like, Matt Mervis. But Matt Mervis. Good. I hope Matt Mervis is great. That's fine. Whatever. Jeez. It's Jose fucking Abreu. Put some fucking respect on the man's name. Absolutely. It was driving me insane. I, for some stupid reason, maybe I just needed, I was in too good of a mood and I just needed to fucking be pissed off at something. But I started reading comments under shit oh, on God. Facebook. Oh. The way that these Cubs fans were talking about on Jose. Facebook? Yes. Oh, no. I, I, I swear to God, I don't know why. I think I just wanted Bless to Bless your like, heart. It's like, it's like I cut myself to feel something. Like I just wanted to like read the comments on Facebook. Myself. But 
the way that Cubs fans were talking about Jose, like pass. What the fuck you mean pass? <laughs> yeah. Washed. Only only hit 14 home runs. Yeah. Fuck out of here. But yeah, so he's a, a free agent. The next one, another very familiar name, Anthony Rizzo, 32 years old, four and a half war. He can opt out of his contract. He's gonna think, opt out. I think he gets out of New York. I think he gets out of New York. I think we got a little Joey Gallo situation going on there where he's just like, give me the fuck out of the city. Who wants to play there right now? Like, seriously, they just booed. Like, a lot. I, you you sent a tweet in the chat. Like, the toxic environment it is playing in front of those fans. Like, well, how are you booing Aaron Judge? Like, I get he's having a bad postseason. But what type of fan are you that you're that's booing true. the guy that just broke the American League record for you and has been great for you all these years? Like, that's, that's, how, Yankees, them, man. that's how Yankees fans communicate. They, they boo you. Hey, mom, this meatloaf? Boo. Hey, you know, great driving move. No, that was terrible. Boo. Hey, congratulations. You just won the lottery. Boo. Like, they, that's like, I think boo is like their, like, international communication. Uh, it, it, when you get booed in New York, it's it's kind of like, you know, it's coming. It's like getting a battery thrown at you in Philly. It's just going to happen. And so, you know, I, it, it, I think that they all know it. And I think we don't hear it as much because we haven't. And this been paying is what we're Yankees. referring to is the Martino article that came out today that a lot of the Yankees yeah. players just didn't like playing in New York in the playoffs. They just, they straight up just said like the atmosphere was shit. It's weird how a toxic environment can push away potential players and free agents. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. nice to treat your players and not boo and, 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 and root for them to lose. I am personally with Yumper in the comments. I think Rizzo goes back to San Diego where it all started. And that kind of brings us to the next guy who is Josh Bell, the current first baseman for the Padres. He's 30 years old, carried a four war, He's a free agent, and I, Alex, I know you want him on the White Sox, so you don't even need to comment it. But I don't. I think Josh Bell is going to be a high commodity in this offseason. If not the Cubs, or if the Cubs don't get a Brayu, Bell's got to be the number one option for the Cubs too, as well. Well, that's actually there's two lefties though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I got Mervis. Uh, shit. He's a never mind. Oh, he is. Okay. Um, Josh Bell got a good. O- yeah. He's got a good OPS. He is a Ray. Hmm. He's third. I, Josh Bell's another one. He's only thirty. Yeah, like that's another guy up, that I, I, young, I think. put him at like thirty-eight. I'm dead serious. I'm not even like <laughs> joking right now. I really thought he was like at the end of his career. I didn't know he was only thirty. Um. Oh, by the way, with all that being said about the Yankees, I still think Rizzo goes back to the Yankees. I and Mitch, what do you what do you think, Mitch? Alex is right. We forgot to get your pick. No, I shut up, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not the White Sox, despite what Chuck Garfine said on uh, his podcast. Um, that's a tough one. I don't think he returns to New York. It's a process of elimination. We'll go. That's tough. Just pick a team. Look, we just doubled back. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have We're going Baltimore. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> that's not a terrible one, but oh. I think I think Josh Bell goes to Houston. Mm. I think Josh Bell's in Nashville. Nice Rizzo. switch hitting, switch oh, hitting catcher or switch hitting first baseman for the the Astros. Decent, I can see decent. it. I can see it. And can we then, agree that Rizzo's not coming back to the Cubs? By the way, can we just put that to bed? Uh, he hates. He's, I, he hates. It's, it's over, Cub fans. He hates Jed. It's over. Okay, sorry, just had to get that. Um, and then the last first baseman, Brandon Belt. 35 years old, 3.4 war. I think he stays in San Francisco. Yeah, he's yeah. Cool in San Francisco. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. have to pay for a single no, meal in that damn city. Yeah, he's staying in San Francisco. It's free bread bowl. God, forget it. Um, Sour 
the next one, actually, White Sox fans, we can actually daydream about because we need one of these. Second baseman market. Uh, you got Gene Segura, 33 years old, carried a 5.1 war. He's got a club option. I think he's staying put. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially after this run. I think he's staying put. He's been pretty good in the playoffs, okay. hasn't he? Yep. He had like one error, but he's been hitting really well for him. Uh, Colton Wong, 32 years old, was a five war. I've actually seen his name get tossed around by some White Sox fans. I, I brought him up. I randomly brought him up last week. Asked Mitch mm-hmm. what he thought about it. I think that's the guy you have to target. I, I would take a Colton Wong. I don't know if they, they do it, but I, I would he, take him. He is great. The, the, at the very least, he is elite gold glove second base defense. Can we also mention this, though, too? Let's be honest. If someone were to pay Trey Turner a little bit more than normal, Trey Turner should qualify himself as a a guy that would be willing to play second base for, like, say, the White Sox as well. So we, you can't leave him out of this discussion if someone's willing to pay him a convenience right. fee. If yeah. you're right. No, I get that. I mean, but I don't mind Cole Wong. He's a left. I like the left-handed bat, too. Pest. Which we need. Bats lefty, throws righty. Good year offensively this year. Pretty good year offensively. If you got a Colton Wong, I would almost re-sign like Josh Harrison for cheap because I heard he wants to stay too and have him be a utility guy because he's a perfect guy off the bench, brings a lot of energy, and is a solid insurance policy if Wong like shits the bed and he has another down year offensively. But I think you got a solid guy there with Wong, and then you have a good backup plan with Harrison. He wants to say, I think it'd be cheap. So that would be my strategy if I was – the record to show too, Trey Turner's defense issue was dog poo poo, by the way. So him and Korea both had dog poo poo. But Trey I Turner bring this up for the White Sox, Kevin, but there's no, no. no way the White Sox are gonna start yeah, sign no, Trey Turner. No, no. I'm just saying They're he not. is not good at second because he might be a much better defender at second. Javi Baez is an elite defender at second no, he, base and his but that's the thing. Trey Turner is out here being like, I am a shortstop. Pay me shortstop money. The White Sox aren't going to be like, yes, yes, you are. Well, Manny Machado said that too. And then when he got enough money and Tatis came over, he gladly moved over to third base. So, right. I mean. But to Alex's, Alex's point in the comments, though, Bryce Harper is already publicly pushing for Trey Turner to come to Philly. Yeah. Like, I mean. And, yeah, I mean, they listen to Bryce Harper in Philadelphia. Put it that way. And then the number three, number four free agent, or number three free agent, second baseman, Adam Frazier. I'm going to get heat for this. I'm going to get heat for it. I take Adam Frazier. I I guess he's ranked fourth. He's ranked fourth. Yeah. Josh Harrison's number five. (laughs) No, Harrison's fourth. Harrison's fourth. Cesar Hernandez is five. That's the market, kids. That's the market. We upgraded. We technically upgraded from last year. You did. (laughs) You can't fault Rick Hahn. He was right. He upgraded your fucking second base position. Adam Frazier was absolute butt cheeks the first (laughs) half of the season. Hashtag Rick Hahn was right. But he definitely turned it around the second half of the season to finish with a four and a half war. Um, or 4.7 war. I mean, give me Wong or Frazier. I'm good with either one. I'll, I'll, I'll just say that now. I'll say that now. I'm good with either one. I think it's an upgrade at second base, no matter what. I mean, you'll have Larry no, Garcia and you'll like it. Fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> but White Sox also got Romy chilling. Romy's yeah. pretty good. Romy's like, all right, but like, you know, I'll Romy on the roster, but I'm not marching into opening day with Romy Gonzalez as my starting That's second true. baseman and expecting to be a contender. By the way, by the way, so the it's very important because there was no way that Josh Harrison had a four and a half uh, war. That was the wars that you're reading off. It's combined from two. Josh Harrison has three point seven. 
uh, yeah, it, it's combined from the past two seasons. Oh, it's past two seasons. Yeah, th- there's no way Josh Harrison had an almost four war season. Yeah. That would make him a like all star level second. Piece. Yeah, total across twenty one and twenty two. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, I was like, Josh Harrison yeah. did what? <laughs> I'm not Wayne. I, 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 Wayne, I'm seeing you in the con in the comments. I just don't think Segura is leaving Philadelphia, man. Unless they think... do go out there and wait, who's their shortstop right now? Or it's isn't Gene Segura playing shortstop? Yeah. Well, how... well, if they sign Trey Turner, then they have Bryson Stott at second. Mm-hmm. They could mm-hmm. trade Gene Segura. I mean, wait, Bryson's at short. Walk. Isn't Bryson at short? Or is Bryson at short? Okay. Yeah, Bryson at short. Gene's at second. Yeah, yeah. Bryson yeah. moved to second. Bryson can play second. He's fine. Yeah, like, so he's like, not, I mean, he if he hasn't earned sign, anything yet, he's not. Nico. If they do sign Trey Turner. They can let Gene Segura walk, and if they let Segura walk, I would. I mean, he's thirty; he'll be thirty-three, but I'd take him at second base all day. The window's short. Just man, if if they have like one to maybe two good years in them, sign me up. Mm -hmm. Guess who's number seventh on that second base top second base free agent list? Aldo, Jonathan VR. VR, Mm -hmm. Cubs legend. Cubs legend. That's that's a deep market. Jonathan VR was. Jonathan VR this year for the Cubs was basically like a 1970s player who, you know, back then, like, yeah, they needed spring training to get in shape. It's just Jonathan VR needed like the full month of April to also get back in shape. Well, no, no, no. They couldn't of- bend over to feel the ground ball. But you're thinking of the '60s. In the '70s, they were all on speed, uh, okay, so they were all like, oh, "Let's go! I'm stretched, ready. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go!" They got crackheads. <laughs> you know, the '60s, they were like, "Hey, you got a lighter." I now, this brings us to arguably the, I don't know, eh, I'd say this is the most loaded position, this free agent class, shortstop. Oh, I've heard about this. Someone uh, mentioned it. We just day. talked about Trey Turner. We're not going to go down that road again. I don't have to. He's only going to be one more. He's only going to be 29? Yeah. Correa's only going to be 28. Yeah. yeah. Jesus the old, Christ. The old balls guy is Andy Bogarts. What the hell? Yeah, so the second one is all, is Carlos Correa. Where do you think Carlos Correa ends up? Who pays him? Yankees. Mm. That hurts too. That hurts. I think the, I think the Cubs get I think the Cubs get Trey Turner. Wait, who's the Yankees shortstop oh. right now? Didn't they have Isaiah Kiner Falefa? Oh yeah, they're gonna get Carlos Correa. And then they benched green. him. They benched him for that one Oz- Oswaldo, I think. Yeah, that's what I was saying. No, I think you're right. Yeah, and you know they're not re-signing Judge, so yeah, I think they're gonna need to make a compensatory move. I guess. I think Carlos is wearing the pinstripes. Aldo agreeing with Aldo agree with Kaplan is not on my bingo card today, but he that's him and Cap are on the same page there with. uh, Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't like that. I I prefer Correa. I think I'd go like Correa, Bogarts. I've been saying Trey Turner to the Cubs for two months now. I, I hate to say this. I think the Cubs actually do it. I, I think that the Cubs get Correa. I think they lock him into like again a six. Uh, I think a six year deal. I think that if Jed says that he won't go higher, he leaks that he's not going to go higher than five. That means he's not going to go seven. But I think it means he'll go six. And I think that he's going to get Correa. And I think that the deal will be a little bit extra. He'll move to third. I, I, Brian in there already had posted in the comments. But I think he'll move to third for a couple years. He'll move over to first for a couple years. And then he'll be the DH for a couple years. And I think it's an actual good fit for the Cubs because he's a great locker room kind of guy. He's got a great baseball IQ. We've now all seen this. He can help other players get better. And when you have a young team coming up that, again, he's not coming to the Cubs if they don't make any like 
other moves. So I think Abreu, the Cubs sign Abreu first. Correa comes to the Cubs because now he sees the Cubs mean business. He already has said that he's not going to the Cubs if they don't mean business. They've got to show him, not tell him. And I think that's the big thing. If, if that happens and these these dominoes fall, I think I think he's got a good five to six. I think it's a six year deal, maybe a five year deal with like a, a, an option at the end or something. I think that he'd be a Cub. I think that he. I think he's more likely to become a Cub than Trey Turner. You need a winner. Carlos Correa might be an asshole. You might hate him, but he's a winner. Dude hits all the time. He's good. I again, I for me, it'd be I'd prefer Correa over the other shortstop, but I'm not going to be mad if they signed one of them, except for Dansby Swanson. Um, so the Cubs are probably going to end up with Dansby Swanson, the best defender of all the shortstops, by the way. I would actually be okay uh, if if Bogarts and Swanson, either one of those two guys, sign with the Cubs. I'm okay with Nico moving to second because I think it's a it's a it's a, no, a no, no. you got a that lot. wrong, Kevin. Xander Bogarts sucks defensively. Yeah. Oh, He's the guy who's going to move to third base immediately. Yeah. Wasn't he? <laughs> wasn't he higher than Correa and Turner though this year? This, this year, but like I mean, his historically, Xander I'm Bogarts. About, I'm worried about the most recent 162. That's all that matters to me. Um, uh, yeah, I think, your sample sizes are tough. I think Dansby's not going anywhere. I think Dansby stays in Atlanta. Exactly, defensively, they're bad. I think Dansby stays in Atlanta. I think Bogart yeah. stays in Boston because okay, the big the story I read today was you know Boston's going hard at you know locking Devers up. Yeah, like they want to give him like the 10, 11 year deal, and I think once they get that settled, Bogart's is next. I don't know. I, mean, I like Bogart. I love Bogart's bat, man. By the way, sorry. Now go. Yeah. I think Bogart's is gone. I don't think he returns to Boston. Really? Where's he going then? What? Smart what? Bags. What do you think? What? What is? What? What? What, especially with that qualifying offer, what do you think, or do you think he gets a qualifying offer and then that makes it a little bit He's different? By the way, so I just noticed your shirt. It's fucking awesome. Sorry. Um, no, yeah. yeah. I, I, he definitely gets a qualifying offer. I just don't, from the little stuff I've read from like the Red Sox, because yeah, I have a friend that like, lives in Boston, and from what a lot of the local guys say in there, he wasn't very happy. His last year there, I, I don't, I, I just don't think he stays in Boston. Then I have a name. Have a bunch I, of money. He's gonna want a bunch of money. I I don't see it. I don't know how serious the, I don't know how serious they were last year, but they popped up right at the end of the uh, free agent shortstop rumors. But what about one of these guys ends up with the Orioles? I can see Bogarts going to the Orioles. Or Dan's Swanson. Orioles just go all in and just say F it, let's go. Because like I remember they like, popped up good, right at dude. the end for yeah, Korea, and it's like wait. Are the Orioles serious about spending three hundred million dollars on Korea? They're close. They're close. They're close. They're I mean, close. No, they're, they're there. They have a good team. They have a good young team. They have a good depth. They have a good farm. Their depth. They're yeah. yep. the Orioles are good, dude. Yeah, they're in a good path right now. I can see the Orioles maybe taking a big swing. Yeah. Uh yeah. I can see. It. Uh, that'd be interesting. They're only a couple I pieces would, away. I, I, and I agree with it. you, Zoe, with uh, Dan B. Swanson. I think he goes back to Atlanta. He's got to stay. They do, have, they do have depth, though. Atlanta, I mean, it won't kill Atlanta if he walks, but... But he's I just mean, so good. Like, he's, he's 29. He, yeah. He's a gold glover. He he wins the gold glove this year. And then at third base, you got Nolan Arenado. He's going to stay in St. Louis. He's going to get more money. Uh, Justin Turner, who is actually 38. He's going to stay, though. I think he stays. Uh, and then Joey Wendell. I remember him with the Rays. He was shout out to our fantasy league. He was solid for me last year. People going crazy for Joey Wendell. Joey Wendell. Uh, see, this whole third baseman they, class is why you have to pay Carlos Correa over way over market and let him just because there's no third baseman on this market. Yeah, I mean, really, I, 
that that tips any kind of needle at all. Like it, the only guy is is Arenado. Like Longoria tips the needle no. if it was like twelve years ago or no, ten years ago. There is a guy in this free agent market, Matt Brandon Duffy? Drury. Oh. Who? Brandon Drury. Star Lord. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. Wait, wait, wait. Is he listed as the third baseman? In this list, yeah. With that I, mean, I think, he, I think he, he can also play second base, so there's another option for this. I option. Utility. I'm, I'm aware of this because I wanted him at the fucking trade deadline. <laughs> um, it would have been nice. Yeah. There's some hurt there. There's some hurt there. No, I, I, I swear every, to God, man, every, the Padres get every slack. Every game. hit he had in the playoffs stung. It was like Pay Correa to be a third baseman, period. When you win the third base free agency period. You pay that guy extra to do it. And he could do he I think he'd be a great third baseman. I think his body size, he could body up baseballs. Again, no shifts, but you can deepen him up. He can still crash that off-balance throw. He's a fucking god with that throw. He 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 is he could be a better third baseman than shortstop. If, Brandon if, Jury's market value estimated at uh they got eight and a half million. Six and a half million uh Ooh, that was close. yeah <laughs> White that Sox. Let's go. That screen three, three years, twenty-five millions from the Sox. Yep. Let's exactly, go. Brian. He's Machado. Um, don't sleep on Adam Longoria. Fish. He's got some good years left in him. No, I'll sleep on him. I'll sleep on him. Maybe. How old is he? He'll be thirty-seven this season. Evan Longoria is definitely a guy. I, I saw his name the other day, uh, and it was like a similar conversation. It's like, who is the guy who was like really good, like MVP level? who you just completely forgot about, who's still playing, it's Evan Longoria. Evan Longoria is totally one of those Jerry get, or Kenny gets his guys type. Oh. <laughs> we put, my Kata, put my Kata back in <laughs> second. No, 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 I was going to say, Moncada has a hamstring injury in oh, June. Yeah. Longoria is still out there. And it's like, hey, oh, we need a third baseman. And it would be one of those things where like 10 years from now, you're like, remember this? And they, you get Evan <laughs> Longoria in a White Sox uniform. You're like, God damn it. Yeah. Um, Someone put Conforto in the chat, and there's like again another Obi Wan moment. That's a name I've not heard a long time, long time. Um, Conforto Yankees going to the left field. Joey Gallo. Anybody would love you would love to have Gallo. I don't think I don't think that he uh, would get along with White Sox fans. I'll be honest. Well, I mean, AJ's going to come back, dude. He's going to take the money. I'm on the West Coast, where it's laid back. He just needs uh, to need a right fielder. And yeah, he's going to left field, AJ. Yeah. Uh, and Nemo, baby. Some of the other names out there: Andrew Benintendi, Adam Duvall, David Peralta, Jack Peterson, what, what, Robbie Grossman. Jerickson uh, Profar, Tommy Fam, Tommy Fam, Jose Jorge Soler. I mean, it's just these are like a bunch of just guys. Jorge you know Soler I mean? though like, is 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 the first version of Eloy, in my opinion, from the Cubs organization. Eloy was like the evolution of what Jorge Soler was when they drafted him. He's just a big beef monster who hits long balls, but he's a fun guy too. Pretty good in the World Series too. Yep. Only one. He's one of those he's guys uh, and then He's center fielders, you got White Sox Twitter favorite right now. You got uh, Brandon Nemo. Mm. If the White Sox can lock this down, I'd be all about it. Say this next name. Yeah. Say it. With Whoa. a sexy voice. No, is that? Is that At that moment? At that yeah, moment? Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer. Ooh. I can say his name. 
there's not much else out there. No. Billy, Billy uh, Hamilton. Delano DeShield Sr. Yeah. and Jr. <laughs> I mean, realistically, for like outfielders that would fit for the White Sox, um, Ben would be the next, I think, best guy left-handed bat. But he's coming off the surgery. He had a down second half. Like, I really – I think it's Nemo or you're running out uh, – yeah. um, Kiermaier is a great Hold defensive. Well, White Sox Twitter legend Bruhan Luke would say Billy Hamilton is a must sign this offseason. So uh, then you go, there's a guy, Aaron Judej. Aaron Judej. I think he's going to San Francisco. Okay. How much is how much money? Or what do you think his contract is going to be? I think whatever. I think San Francisco is just going to be like. All right, so what do you think they sign him for? I think and length and length. It's all about the length. And this group. is going to be the big one. He's thirty-one years old. I think it's going to be like a like a nine-year, seven to nine-year deal. Probably making forty million a year. So I put out a hypothetical question for Cubs fans, and it was Aaron Judge eight years, three hundred and twenty million. That's forty million dollars a year. Uh, shorter deal. He still gets the high AAV. His market value right now is thirty-seven point nine million. See, there you go. I wasn't AAV. too far off. Right. Or Carlos Correa, eight years, two hundred and eighty million. It depends on where the money is loaded. Is it front loaded? Because you're paying them for performance now. I'm good with it if it's cheap later. Because then you can trade the contract. Or the and White Sox. The White Sox go full Bobby Bonilla. Oh shit. And just tell him they'll pay him till he's a hundred. Think about it; it could happen. Your third grandchild, your great great grandchild, will get still a five hundred thousand dollars stipend in the year two thousand. What if they do? What if they do like a fifty-year billion dollar deal? Twenty million dollars a year for the next fifty yep. years. And they put a clause in that, like if you pass away, the money goes to your next kin or whatever. That's like the, the money goes back in my pockets because Jerry Ryan's without will outlive all of you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure, it'll be here. <laughs> it'll be like, it'll, be like, it'll be like Futurama, like the head in the jar, like on a robot <laughs> yep. body. Like, yeah. Jerry's Jerry is Kang the Conqueror. Let's be honest. He's Kang the Conqueror. He's got um, a mask and everything. By the I way, I really the Dodgers are going to be in it. So yeah. Who do you think is going to get Aaron Judge? Let's just do that and let's move on. I think it's going to be the Giants. Dodgers. I yeah. That's now I move. No. It's embarrassing. I'm sure, but. Dodgers got embarrassed again. They've not won a single World Series in an, a full season. They're like, they're gonna, their owner's gonna, he'll be like, how much is the luxury tax? Is there, is there a seventh level of luxury luxury tax like payment? He's gonna, he doesn't care at this it point. De- that that whole collective ain't. They're they're gonna pay. It depends if Aaron Judge cares about the years. If he doesn't care about well, the think years, he, I, think I think it's the Dodgers. He's on the, to, he's on the other side of thirty now. You gotta care. Guaranteed about money. No, no, no. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Because I think the Giants will, I think the Dodgers will, or the Giants will offer him like the long term deal. But I think the Dodgers will be like, fuck it. We'll give you five years, $50 million every year. Yep. So they'll does take he it. care? Does Especially he care? Because they're going to let, Tra- they'll let Trey Turner walk. They'll get, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh my so God. So like it depends if he cares about. I'm sorry. The- Can you imagine <laughs> Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, and Aaron Judge? And they move Mookie to second base. Well, he wants to play now anyways as he's getting uh, older. He says he wants to be in the infield more. And then it's just like that tweet that tweet that you shared, Zoe. Losing the NLDS. 
was going to say, wait, like, you know what? We keep saying it's not fair, but is it really not fair? It's not fair in the regular season, I guess, but it's been pretty fair in the postseason. Go ahead. Keep fucking spending. Let's go. Uh, Get rid of the salary and luxury tax. Let's see what happens. A right fielder that I wouldn't mind having on the old south side here. Give me give me a little bit of Mitch Hanniger. Ooh. Give me a little Mitch Hanniger on the south side. That's, that sounds like such a journalist name, too. Like I feel like he writes Mitch on the side. Hanager. Mitch Hanniger. Oh, my Pulitzer God, Prize winner. I'm sorry, but my pit bull just ripped the loudest fart. I've ever heard a dog fart <laughs> in my entire life. And it's, you see him in the background now. He's that, like, right. that's what he thought. That's he, what he thought about your Mitch Hanniger yeah. to the side. Oh, <laughs> he said, Mitch Fartiger, I got you, bud. Yeah. But, oh my God. It, that is fine. Wait, let me ask Kevin that question real fast, though. Kevin, would you rather do the eight year deal for Aaron Judge or the eight year deal for Carlos Correa? Judge, you, I you, know pick, it, you, you, pick, you pick how the contract is you know, spent. If I can front load it, yeah. If I can you front load it, uh, front load it. God, because you got Saya in the outfield. You got half. So front load it one more time. Back load. Back Sorry. Back. Whoa. Grab. Never mind. All right. Um, I I don't know, man. Because with Correa, he provides the more. I, I think that he's going to be able to move around. I think Judge, like Saya's out in right field. I think Saya's a better defender. But Saya could move to center, and you got half. So if that's your outfield for a bit, because they got to extend half a little bit too. You got left, center, right. You're secure. You got dude that again that big is going to hit taters at Wrigley as well. Uh, I think you front load it. I guess I'd rather take Judge and then maybe just let let some of these young middle infielders that are coming up in the farm system, you know, other than one or two guys in the outfield like Canario, Canario and um, Kevin just, Alcantara, and a couple of the other like prospects. Who's the Who's the uh, Owen Casey. Uh, you know, Casey? Yeah. You've got you've got some outfield depth there too, but I think there's just so much more opportunity at the, at the infield spot for the Cubs, uh, depth wise, that I think I'd rather take an Aaron Judge and then trade Casey for some pitching and maybe some of those outfield guys because you can always teach a good bat to play the outfield. I'm sorry, I, I mean especially a shortstop, just... maybe not a first baseman, but a middle infielder, or third baseman. Those guys can go out and play the outfield just fine. They're I not not pitch pitcher in my head. Aaron Judge in a Cubs uniform. We knew that it looks so weird. He's like six foot seven. I mean, it's but they're blue. It's just I mean I can picture them in a Giants uniform. I can picture them in a Dodgers uniform, but like I can't for the life of me. Like I can Carrera, I can picture in a Cubs uniform. Just in my head, there's a lot going on up there. I just I can't picture Aaron Judge in a Cubs uniform. Well, well I would we'll take see. him over Korea though. I think I, I would too. Like the like those, those specific terms that I put out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I put Judge. You pay for immediate value and let it be like a tradable contract later because there's going to be some like small market team that's willing to like buy a because name like Judge to be like selling tickets and you're good. Here's the thing: if you, if you get Aaron Judge, like obviously like you're locked in for whatever the years are going to be. Like you're not, you're really not going to get out of that, even if you front load the contract, whatever. Like you, you're going to have Aaron Judge, and then the Cubs no longer have to be like, oh my god. We're going to lose Pete Armstrong. Oh my god, we're going to lose Brennan Davis. Oh my god, we're going to lose we're going to lose all these prospects. And then you know you and then you turn those prospects into Shohei Otani. Boom. Oh, that you bet send that up for oh, no. an hour and 38 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You have been yeah. setting that up. Trade everybody for Otani. 
Get Abreu. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. Put Nick Madrigal back at second. Keep Nico at short. I don't even care. Patrick Wisdom at third base. Let's go, boys. Aldo He's, just yelled Yahtzee and dropped the draw four. Like, yeah. boom. He has been setting that, that up perfect. for the last hour and a half. Did you hear the sound? Right now. That was from under the desk. Kevin, Kevin, let's let's do the lineup right now with Aaron Judge. I have a tickle. Uh, Shohei Otani, Jose oh, Abreu in it, along with Say Suzuki. Just throw, Hap, my, throw Mike Trout in there. I mean, the yeah. Do you have a towel real quick? Yeah. Like, I mean, so who's any leadoff, Kevin? You know what? It's time. It's time for Nico. Nico at leadoff. I just throw Nico there just for the hell of it. But my maybe God, maybe Shohei. Shohei at two. Yeah, he might sign. Yeah, honestly. So I'm, this is better than Red Shoe Diaries when you read that uh, idea is better than judge, like a judge has to bat at third. two in the morning. Uh, say a four, half five, and then to Bray, you know, you got to ease it like you know, he's a veteran guy now, bat him six, get some oh, yeah. pressure off him, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Patrick Wisdom, bat him seventh, good pop. You don't even need him, you know what? He can get some, 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 some flowers. Poor whiskey at the thought of this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then, uh, you know, your catcher bats eighth, and then Nick Magical is your you second are. leadoff that's guy, funny. batting ninth. Who's catching? Am I catching? Because that's Jan all. Go. No, Jan Gomes. He's already under contract. Oh, we got a lefty bat, too. He's so Hang bad. They're just sucks. like throwing to him, though. Yeah, I know, and Tom so Ricketts will still have at least $30 more million dollars to donate to Cubs Care. Uh, and then, you know, you have. Guys, like, I, hope, I hope that comes to fruition for you guys. I really do. Terrible. Let's say this every week. Speaking of Shohei Otani, screw the developers at MLB The Show 20. Because uh, remember, though, I, I shared that yep. screenshot. I traded for Shohei in the offseason. I was all excited to, you know, use him as a starting pitcher and as a hitter. No, not until 22. You can't, can't do it. Do it. I fucking started him. Yeah. Like game two of the season, stamina goes to zero. I can't use him for five days. Yep, you gotta no. The, in twenty two, you can uh, have him on your rotation. You can bat him as like a DH, and <laughs> but you can't do that's it. That's horseshit. Um, he's still a beast, though. He's played like in seven games. Uh, he has five home runs. So back in the real Although world, I'm, I'm not going to use a blanket. Here's tonight. uh, <laughs> use a blanket tonight. Here's I'm uh, like this over and over again on on loop, and I just be like. Here's a list of some of the, like, if someone needs a bat. You got J.D. Martinez, Michael Brantley, Matt Carpenter, Andrew McCutcheon, Trey Mancini, Daniel Vogelbeck, Nelson Cruz, Charlie Blackman, White Sox legend Jake Lamb. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a Lollapalooza lineup. That's really what it sounds like. I've never seen more of a list of, like, here are some guys. That have been known to hit the ball far sometimes. What was like I said, White Sox signing? He would have made sense like two years ago, and now that's like kind of late. Him. I feel like I, that would be the time. As long guy. as I want Michael Brantley to play for like the Pirates. So I, I was gonna say, what it. was his injury? Did he, did he have surgery? I think it was a lower body. Uh, Charlie Blackman's got a player option. A central Brian. body issue. <laughs> yep. Oh. Well, I was gonna say if Michael Brand, if if Elo Jimenez could actually like if Elo Jimenez wasn't just kind of a DH now like Michael Brantley you'd take a chance with him for your yeah, DH. I mean, yep. someone's gonna pay Matt Carpenter too. He had a pretty good season. He had that run and then he got hurt. Yeah. Oh, I love Matt Carpenter. The mustache and the no batting gloves. Like that's mm-hmm. what a baseball player should look like. Yeah, you know Charlie, what I loved, Mitch? Charlie Blackman's player option, Brian. <laughs> what did you I love? love I love when Matt Carpenter came back to the Yankees in the postseason <laughs> and like struck out nine times in a row. 
Yeah, yeah, that was good. sad. But like, you looked good doing it. Uh, I know. <laughs> this is this is just my my Cardinals hatred. And then on the pitching front, there are some pretty big names here. Wait, who doesn't uh, want this guy? Like seriously, Danny <laughs> Cheeseburgers. Like, Come on, outsider right there. He's he actually sock. had to remove he had to remove that left arm sleeve because he started licking it repeatedly. Oh, even, it was just the candy funny, cane. The funny thing is that's not even an arm sleeve. This is bacon. Those are that's, that's bacon, guys. Not an arm sleeve. He just fell asleep on the beach. That's bacon and ice cream. That's bacon. I love. There's a a TikTok account where this guy's got this great voice and he calls him Danny Burgess. <laughs> and that's all I can think Whoa. about. But Hoss. Um, starting pitchers got Carlos Rodon. He's going to be thirty. Uh, Yankee. Yeah, we're there. No, he's a Yankee. He's a Yankee. Yankee. A Yankee Cub. or the Rangers? Cub. I'm going Rangers. That's Cubs starting pitching. That's that, that's the Cubs' big offseason pitching starting pitching acquisition is Carlos Rodon. Like I think I think that he's actually one of their top two targets. If I were to be I a better so much hate for Matt Carpenter. Um, sucks. Like but, he's actually a decent ball player. But then the next one you got is uh, Aaron Nola. He'll be thirty as well. So fucking cruel, Alex. Good, Alex. Thank you. We need someone. Needs Alex to said, "Can't wait for the ranch this spring when the Ricketts do Ricketts things." And Carpenter is the biggest bat the Cubs sign. And then me that, and Aldo, very, very Harry Carey, but we'll say hi everybody while we do it. So. Yeah, Carlos Rodon. I think Rangers are the top, and then or the Yankees. Aaron Nola. He's got a club option. I mean, everybody needs pitching. You can. This is literally dartboard material right now because they're picking that. What's the club option like? Um, Danny Burgers. I can't get that one. Keep it, Danny Burgers. Anytime. There's so there. I mean, not so many, but there's like a solid <sighs> few guys that would be perfect DHs for the White Sox, including Jose Ray. Um, if they were actually, if they didn't just have five already. Danny <laughs> Burgers. Like Danny Vogelbag would be. Like he is the south side. Danny Burgers. Uh, Nola's. Uh, <laughs> Nola's club option is sixteen mil. They'll pick that up. They'll pick yeah. it up. Yeah, he'll he'll stay. Um, Kershaw, he's 107 years old. He'll be a Dodger. Wow. Yeah, he ain't going anywhere now. No, no. Dodger for like plot Danny twist, Giants. Uh, <laughs> I thought I'd catch you off guard. Uh, no way he goes to the Giants. He could be the White Sox big pick, free agent pickup this year. Who, Danny Burgers? No, Clayton Kershaw. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then Jacob DeGrom. He's kind of good. Yeah, well, you've, you've been saying he's going, he's going to the Braves. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm buying it. He's going to the Braves. Yeah, I'm there. I'm with that, too. What a great place for him to go. I feel like that's a perfect fit. It's going to be so awesome. Yeah. Next fans are going to explode. Good. It's going to be great. Twin. Good. Stop. Oh, now you're just being a dick. All no burgers. I'm throwing, <laughs> I'm throwing out names. No, you just want to say that so I get mad. He's not going to the Twins. So Twins need starting pitchers. Yeah, they can have Chris Bassett. They also need a shortstop. They don't, don't get Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> yeah. If DeGrom goes to the Twins, I'm going to be hot. Hot. That'll By the way, hot. according to Kevin's guy, David Kaplan, the Cubs are interested in Jacob DeGrom up to three years. Take oh, yeah. that. Oh, didn't oh, the, got him. Wait, didn't the, <laughs> didn't the hot dog guy tweet that uh, the White Sox are going to make a run at DeGrom too? Take did that. he? I'm pretty uh, sure he did. Did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He My sources that, haven't confirmed that one yet. He said that the the white his sources say that 
making a big splash in the free agent starting pitching market is one of their top priorities, and he wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they made DeGrom an offer. Okay. He wouldn't be. God, he words that so well. He wouldn't be surprised if they made him yeah. offer. But he's not liable when it doesn't happen. I mean, I, I can Alex, make Jacob DeGrom an offer, can't. too. He, yeah. he won't ever see it. He doesn't know who – he'll never know who I am. Well, don't but forget the White, Sox, the White Sox called about Shohei Otani. But although you can go to sleep at night knowing that you gave him the best offer best that offer. you felt yep. was on the market. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with DeGrom to the Braves. I'm sticking with DeGrom to the Braves. I mean, that would just, I, I do want to see that happen just because of yep. the, the meltdown that'll happen with the Mets. Uh, and then you got, what do, what do you do right now if you're a Diamondbacks fan? Like, I have no idea. Like, although you're there in Arizona, what are there? Are there Diamondback fans in Arizona? Wait, I mean, they are, have like a few solid players, they just have a whole bunch of holes, and then they're just in the toughest or. They're in a division with the Dodgers. They got a pretty good farm system, don't they, though? They got some yeah. kids coming up. They have the, that Varsho guy. He is really good, but, like, yeah. I... <laughs> well, they got uh, the kid from Mount Carmel. The Alec Alex Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. He do they need to, like, there. does that kind of franchise need to actually go out and just be like, fuck it and spend, like, $200 million this offseason to even be relevant? Like, like I'm, I'm just talking about small – I'm just talking a small market team, but you know what I'm saying? Like, when you have yeah. like a division like with the Dodgers and the Padres that are like just incredibly, Plot you know, like and the, I'm Diamondbacks, you, the Diamondbacks give Aaron Judge sixty million a year. I'm telling you guys, <laughs> but I'm telling you guys right now, from everything that I'm told, the, the Rockies are going to spend. So like everyone, nobody's talking about the Rockies. Who told you that hot dog? Yeah, no, well, I mean, you Rocky rude Mountain, Rocky Mountain oysters, things that were guaranteed, but um. <laughs> and things that are expected. So <laughs> you can't really like factor out, but you're going to have these teams that are going to spend a shit ton of money. That's the only way you can get back in this is you have to have somebody that has the ball sack to go out there and just open up the safe for a second, for a year, at least to get you there. And then you can figure out the rest later. But yes, thank you, Luke. That's what I thought. Or Alex. Shit. I'm Alex, they have a top three. That's Yeah. There you go. They're, like they're weird because like they had that big. They spent a few years ago, or more than a few years ago now, when they got Zach Zach Greinke, they gave mm-hmm. him a huge deal. They signed Madison Bumgarner a few years ago. It's so, like Remember they have made when some, they made that trade with the Cardinals, although. Uh, they did that. Shut up! Fucking Shut up! Idiots. Shut your mouth. I, you have a whorish mouth. The people who were like, "Oh, like they had, they got <laughs> fair, fair, uh, fair value back." No, they fucking did. Um. Anyway, Mitch, I I don't know if you are aware of this, but if you ever want to get all the fire up, bring up that trade. That and the and the Colorado Rockies giving the St. Louis Cardinals fifty million dollars to trade for Nolan Arenado. Yeah, those are the. If you want to get all the pumped up. By the way, those zero rings, zero rings. Zero, if, you want to, yeah. if you want to do the, the ring talk, as zero of rings. right now, uh, some of your other free agents, uh, Tyler Anderson, uh, Verlander's got a player option, Sonny Gray's got a club option, Corey Kluber, Martin, T- Martin Perez, uh, Sean Manea, Jose Quintana, Jameson Tellion, uh, Wade Miley, Rich Hills, 50 years old, still slinging it, uh, Zach Cranky. Uh, I mean, you get you do know you guys are getting Jose Quintana, right? Probably wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's he was great. where are the mediocre relievers? I think that's more like White Sox territory. All right, we'll go that. mediocre reliever. Well, Edwin Diaz is a no, you know, they a, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's a free agent. You got Kimbrell, Kelly Jansen, Taylor Rogers, uh, Michael Fulmer, Chris Martin, Chad Green. 
Uh, Montero, How much are you paying Kimberly to be a White Sox? Jesse Chavez, Danny Duffy. Jesse Chavez, that's a White Sox right there. That's Adam Adovino, uh Brad Boxberger. Great name. Matt Weisler, Pierce Ooh. Johnson. Oh, that's a that's a strong. Cub. Uh, Carlos Estevez, Jake McGee. Jake McGee, another White Sox. Estevez from the Mighty Ducks. Sox bringing back Car- uh, Jose Quintana. That's it, this is this is happening. Mm-hmm. Seth Lugo, Sean Doolittle. Sean uh, Doolittle. I I want to see the Cubs sign him because they used to be really great. So Archie the Cubs are Bradley, good at just fixing. Trevor May. Trevor May could be a White Sox. I can see Trevor Aroldis. May being on the White Sox. Aroldis Chat, Chat, you don't uh, want to roll the though? Steve Shishak. Miguel Castro. Hunter Strickland. Derek Holland. What's Evan Marshall doing these days? Why don't we bring him? Uh, Derek Holland, by the way. Aroldis Chapman. Cubs legend Carl Edwards or CJ Edwards Jr. Uh, Aroldis Chapman. Where does he go? That's an interesting one. That's a That's Miami. Miami. <laughs> yeah, I Send all the Cubans to <laughs> I mean, you got to give Chapman credit. He saw the writing on the wall. He's like, no, nah, I'm good on the playoffs. No, but that's the thing. He could he could have made the roster because right before right after that was yep. when Zach or uh, Efros got ruled yep. out, like the next day. Yeah, but he was good on it. He's like, I'm not trying to get Jose Altuve up the ass again. I mean, he, guys, I'm done. good on this he, shit. Probably done. Like, yeah, I don't. I think he's done. Yeah. Uh, by lost. the way, I think he it was Wayne. Yet. I think it was Wayne who asked earlier for the Cubs if they would sign Rodon or, or uh, Senga from Japan. I think the Cubs oh. are going to sign Senga. Oh, you hey. Think so? You know who's available for the Cubs? Alex Calame. Whoa, Mr. Smiley. I liked Calame when he was the White Sox. The Cubs have uh, uh, still, we still have not decided who won the magical Kimbrel trade because the Cubs have one bullet left in the chamber uh, that just uh, signed him coming back. Yeah, we all, Cody Hoyer. We yep, all won sure. that trade for Cody being here. alive when it happened. Uh, Darren O'Day, who's a pain in the ass to hit against in MLB The Show. He's a free agent. I fucking hate it when people bring him in. So, like, cause like, isn't his like primary pitch like a? Like a he's like a sidearm arm knuckleball. Like, yeah. it's like what the yeah. fuck? How? What the crafty? Crafty. Uh, Carl Edwards Jr. is on the market. What about this dude? And I can't pronounce his name. It's uh K E L A. He was on the Pirates. Remember, he had like oh, a Kella. Kella. Yeah, he was like really, really good. Oh, Jason's listed on this list. Oh, hey, buddy. Sorry, uh, I haven't scrolled down that far yet. Keone. Uh, I remember Keone. I remember Keone. Keone. Yeah. Keone, Keone. Kala. Yeah. He had that one good season with uh, the Pirates. The I thought it was with the Pirates. 100% oh, from the Has he always been with the Pirates? Okay. okay. Uh, Jason's on this list. Zach Britton. Uh, remember Zach Britton? Yes. Nice. I do remember Zach Britton. Uh, yeah. He was nice. Sergio Romo. He, he was, used to be good. Wow, wait, wait. Are, how old is Sergio Romo? God damn. 40. Yeah. Okay. That, that's the guy that makes sense. That the age matches up. Uh oh. Alex said in the comments, "Not even joking when I say Chapman posted pictures training with Oscar Colas last week." Please no. Please, please no. Finally, right. it was relevant. We have seven minutes left till we get to the two-hour mark. I think we've beat this free agent tracker to a pulp. We all know what time it is. It's time for. Jason's read. Oh, oh, no. It is time for the NASCAR Minute with NASCAR Minute. 
All right, round of eight, rolling along. Homestead, Miami. There's only two races left to the championship. Three Ooh. spots available. Joey Logano, if you recall, already locked in. Now, usually I try and build up to the race and like with an exciting conclusion. But I'll be honest, that's when you really couldn't. Um, Kyle Larson, who uh, is coming back after getting wrecked from Bubba Wallace. He was coming out with a vengeance this week. He just kicked everyone's ass. His car Ooh. was by far the fastest one in the field. They were There's a stat. If it went green the whole time with his pace, he would have lapped everyone in the field, including second place car, at least twice. So wasn't really close. He's just kind of smoking everyone. Uh, unfortunately for him, he was out of the playoffs. So he's in the Constructors Championship, but like no one really gives a crap about that. Um, so really, the battles were second place, third place, the rest of the field. There's some pretty good racing, unfortunately, up front. Not a whole lot. So Ross Chastain, you know, the guy we talked about a little bit earlier, he had a good battle going with A.J. Allmendinger. So uh, A.J. Allmendinger, uh, they used to be teammates with Chastain earlier in the year. Circuit of the Americas, uh, Almondinger was in the lead on the last lap. Chastain bumped him out of the way. He got the win. Uh, so they were racing pretty hard near the end there, which is kind of interesting. But Chastain, I'll give him credit because I don't know if you recall a couple weeks ago, we're talking about the every week seemed to be Ross Chastain was wrecking people. He's been racing pretty respectfully the last couple weeks. The last previous race in Vegas, he could have wrecked uh, Joey Logano. He didn't. So good for Chastain. He's got a good shot of moving on. So I will set up the playoff picture for the next round because there wasn't a whole lot happening. Oh, actually, I take that back. There was two things that happened. Uh, Ryan Blaney, who is a playoff guy. Uh, Oh, boy, we got a fan. Uh, (laughs) Ryan Blaney, uh, he threw away a bunch of points last week in Vegas with a stupid mistake. He kind of slapped the wall, ruined his car. He had a bunch of points, didn't get a good finish. He had another fast car this time coming off of pit road. He missed a gear shift, which was like a dumb mistake. He goes flying into the grass, kills another race. So he's left like over 30 points on the board. Uh, So he's kind of in trouble. Martin Truex Jr., another incident that happened. He's just been snake bitten all year. He's waiting for the season to end. But he had a fast car, and there was a caution late. Like Everyone thought he had a chance. He was up front for a little bit trying to hold off Larson in his fast car. Uh, He went into pit, and I guess the sun was in his eyes or something because he completely missed his pit stall. Uh, and then by the time he went to turn in late, uh, Larson hit him in the back and it was kind of a crazy scene. I would recommend looking up the video. His car went spinning down pit road and like the pit crew who jumped over the wall to go get it. Like you see this car like spinning at him and they had to go flying out of the way. The car kind of like rolled in backwards and like, oh shit, we got to change this thing backwards. So setting up the final race round of eight. Here's where the standings sit. Logano's locked in. Ross Chastain, he's safe by 19 points. Chase Elliott by 11 points. William Byron by five. The other driver's remaining, Hamlin. He's down by five points. Blaney's down by 18, and as we mentioned, he's left a lot of points on the board. He'd probably be in that top four had he not left all those points on the board. Christopher Bell just had some bad luck. Most of it, he's down by 33. And then Chase Briscoe, he sucks. He shouldn't even be in the round of eight. He's down by 44. He's not going to win. He needs a win to get in. He's not going to. So it comes down to these guys. So we'll see how well you guys have been paying attention. I'm going to leave it up to you. Who are you picking to get the last three spots? Based off of it. So uh, we'll give you one guy, I guess. We'll, we'll say between, because it's really going to be a race, I think, between Byron, Hamlin, Blaney. Between those three guys. Give me Hamlin. Who do you think takes the last spot? Give me Hamlin. Setting bubble. Opening the floor. You're going Hamlin? Denny, Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. All right. All right. Good pick. Good pick. 
has not any fucking burgers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the equivalent of Chase. I believe in your magic, Blaney. Although I just put that was the amazing. Danny Burgers video in our pinwheels. If you can upload it so we can play it so everyone can. Well, I mean, all right. I'll... Goodbye, guys. Fids oh, are, are taking Blaney. I'm going to believe in the magic of David Blaney. I know his first name's not David, but... No, it, that's... Hey, fair it, enough. So, who Ham, you got? Hamlin. Hamlin? Yeah. yeah Hamlin. That's, that's a crap. Harry Hamlin's a good right driver, there, though. Too. He's got a hair helmet. We shall see. I like the Hamlin <laughs> pick as well, but we will Hamlin. see. And I'll come back to you, hopefully within a more exciting race in Martinsville. That's the next comment. All right. Oh, got to play the outro. Shit. I got so Danny burgered up. Although you were too busy barking orders to Aldo to go clip something. That, yeah, no, I'm going to try to do it. Let's see what happens. All right. Do it. Do it. I just do need it. this clip in our arsenal. So keep no, talking for like five minutes. Uh, Alex and I. I like the. That's who I'm kind of oh. rooting for too. Because Blaney, like, so it's been kind of a record year. They've had 19 different winners. The record for, so it's tied the all time record for NASCAR for most different winners. Ryan Blaney's the only guy in the playoffs that did not win a race this year. He won the All Star race. Doesn't count. So, like, out of all the drivers, only one that hasn't. So, we're rooting for him. Under the current system, he can technically win the championship without winning a race, which I think would be hilarious with all the different. Does that mean he's been right there every time, though? Like, he's consistent. He's very consistent. Yeah. He just needs to push one time or two times. One time. Yeah. One time. All he, yeah. I mean, if he gets one, he's in the next round. And the way the championship works, which is kind of weird. A lot of people don't like it because you can be great all year, but it comes down to one race. So like Phoenix is just out of those four, whoever finishes the highest, they win the championship. Can I change just get into the postseason, right? And I want to I want to go with Blaney. You're going Blaney? Oh. Right. See, look at this. Just caved. Welcome no, to I welcome like, to nice I feel, like, I feel like cookies, Alex would know. Cookies. I feel like Alex would know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Alex. So my pick did not sway yeah. you, but Alex's pick. Yeah, because Alex actually well, watches this shit. He can't finish races. He always has something go wrong. Yeah. Like he missed a gear shift going down pit road, which is like unheard of. So it's just like stupid stuff. Snake bit. Snake. Mm. I think Aldo has it with Hamlin. I, I that's the guy I think's making it in. NASCAR Aldo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what they call you. Well, if 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 by chance Blaney gets in, it's going to be NASCAR Zoe and NASCAR Fitz. Mm-hmm. I'm going NASCAR Fitz because you, you 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 picked it first. It's okay to join though. Welcome, yeah, to yeah. Yeah. Fucking Danny. <laughs> Wait, I hope the guy is again because you, you guys got to You guys have Rip. to know. Well, bad news. Just like uh, Danny Burgers, the file size is too Damn large. It. Oh, shit. Here, here, everyone just sh- shut up for a minute because then I'll just okay. play it on my phone and you guys can hear this guy's voice because it's absolutely worth it. Uh, here we go. I'll leave the picture up so because we can feel it. I just ordered steak, Shake Shack straight to the dugout. 
Danny fucking part. You two can watch it because I put it in our chat, but we'll find a way to get it out to the rest of the world because it's fucking hilarious and it's going to be a, a running joke now on this show. I mean, if you shared it with us, we could play it right now if you want to see it on the live screen. I don't know how to do that. That's why. All right, all right hold on. Do you have a link? Yeah, go, go, go to your messenger account. I can send you the link if you want. Yeah, the link would work probably better. Danny fucking Burgess. We could do that. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take us there. We'll we'll go through the. Right. We use the brow, brow, the browser. I didn't know if it shared the audio when I did that. So just send me the send me the link to the TikTok, and I think a TikTok could be pulled up on a browser. It's, it's a TikTok, correct? Yeah, guys, fucking hilarious. Uh, where you at? And I can play the audio, but just play sh- shoot in the uh, into um, the uh, the DM. I'm already on. Uh, here, you're getting it. Twitter no, DM. Phone doesn't help. Okay, I'll just I'll copy that. There we go. Danny fucking Bagus. All I have are uh, DMs from Queen Nam and Wally and King Nam. Up oh, there it is. Absolutely. Danny. We got it. We got it. All right. Hold on. Pause. This is riveting podcasting. And and the, the visuals for those of you that are listening, by the way, I'm about to I'm about to upload it. I'm about to upload it. Oh, Aldo's got it like even easier. All right. Hold there guys talk. Come on. Come on. Oh, oh I no. thought it was like right now. No, no, no. It's it's okay. Here we go. Is everybody right. ready? Is Wait, everybody Fitz ready? Has... Hold on. Get that off. All Get that the... off. Get it off, Fitz. Get it off. Get it off. Get it off. It's on the leeches. I'm standing by me. Get it off. The world premiere. Here we go. This Padres bitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Because Danny fucking Burgess is up and back. Guy just ordered Shake Shack straight to the dugout. (laughs) I will laugh at that every time. Why? Because Danny fucking Burgess is up to that right now. So I'm going to make that a new outro. That's just going to lead into the outro music now. Uh, I hope Every the guy that guy doesn't uh, sue us or some stupid shit that people do on the internet. You shared it. You showed his his TikTok uh, yeah. handle. Danny fucking Burgess. Guy orders Steak Shack to the dugout. Oh. It's, it could, he could be you know crushing McDonald's in the tunnel while he's saying he's watching... Uh, you know, swing analysis videos. That's oh, a, another day in another cup. Oh man, Alex just sent me Oops. the picture of uh, Chapman with Soto. They they got their arms around each other. Chapman's got some like 1972 workout clothes on. Oh, this is bad news. Future sock. Rick Hahn getting another reliever. He's coming to the south side. One Ugh. year, ten million. Well, Big lefty, that, 101 miles an hour. Let's go. On that note, I'm gonna go rip a sad heater and call it a night but uh yeah let's get you in a better mood this padres pitch is shitting bricks right now why because danny fucking burgers is up and back guy just ordered shake shack straight to the dugout right hand is if you're watching the video his right hand is actually visible and danny fucking his hand is twitching every time you hear like the syllables that are Emphasized by the Danny fucking Danny fucking Burgess. All There's right. a connection there. There's a connection there. Well, 
for Mitch, Fitz, Happy all Halloween, everybody. I'm Zo. Happy Halloween. Be safe out there, everybody. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, we'll have some cool World Series stuff to talk about. We'll start some rumors, and we'll do a full white season. White season. White sock <laughs> off season. Uh, uh, <laughs> playoff plan. So, for all of us in Danny fucking Burgers, we will uh, see you guys next week. This Padres pitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Because Danny fucking Burgess is up and back. Guy just started Shake Shack straight to the dugout. It's Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the board, yeah. Every season, they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the board.